Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling all right. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Going More Podcast. I am your not so mean fluff mess scream, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in as always. However, I do not bring this shit show in alone. For with me as always, what do we got today? Um, well, let's see. What do we want to call these guys? I mean, we know the Firefly family is crazy as fuck. They're probably country bumpkins in Texas. So, fuck it. We're going to go with fucking suic- or the uh, psychopathic country bumpkins. Works for me. There we go. <laughs> Start off with the Dark Lord of Knowledge, that Chad Daddy, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And the host with the ghost, Lord Scuba Cabra, the Duke of the Dead, Mr. Steve Vasquez. Hola, mi amigos. Welcome, welcome. Today is October 10th, 2022, and we have a fucking amazing episode today. Probably going to be a little fangirling too hard, where we're going to try to contain ourselves a little as much as we can, uh, at least myself. Uh, <laughs> but no, we are missing Bob today. Um, unfortunately, he had some work things come up, so he's got to make that money. We all understand oh, yeah, buddy. that. So, you know, money, 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 it, money. it is what it is. But he did send us at least his score. score. He said he was going to try to send a video. We're not going to cross our fingers because, you know, he's a busy man. Right. But we're going to do that. But before we do that, we're going to do what we always do. We're going to talk about what we did last weekend. So, Mr. Vasquez, if you could please, and if you could also pull up our timer. Oh, I forgot about the timer. I did not. But I probably should have told you before. Uh-huh. <laughs> That was my True bad. That. that would have been a yeah. That would have been something. That was a my bad. Yeah, It's a live show. It fucking happens. But another shit, shit show. Thank you, Chad. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your <laughs> Damn, buddy. Good, good, good. You want to keep talking after them pipes, or you need the rest? You know what? Of them I can. I had a pretty good weekend, man. I uh, worked. I ate foods. What else did I do? Oh, I fired up the barbecue pit for the first time. And nice. it was amazing. I got to see Terrifier 2, which was mm. it was juicy. It was goofy. It was goofy. Fucking that movie's a 10 out of 10. I give it a 10. A fucking 10. That's I'm solid. Jealous. I'm jealous. I know. I me too. loved it. It was so Nowhere. good. No place around me had it. Like this side of the you state know, didn't have it. And the soundtrack was super Damn. synth eighties. Like it, it was like the music in Turbo Kid. The oh fuck yeah, time. dude! Fucking Sign me up. Epic, fucking. And the end was kind of cheesy. It was. It, it didn't make any sense, but it was okay because I didn't give a fuck because they hours over two hours of just fucking stick shit. So it was fucking awesome. Technically, um, did the endings in any of the other movies with Terrifier it make sense though? Not all really, Hallows Leave did this, not at all. This but. is a little bit more far fetched, magical, you would say. And you're just like, what the fuck? Or right. whatever for one. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You'll see when you watch it, it you'll you'll see what I mean. Uh, I fired up, like I said, I fired up the pit for the first time yesterday here at the house, brought my grandma over. We barbecued. Um, it was great. It was good to actually just like walk outside of my backyard and chill. Nice, um, dude. Put up a little bit more Halloween decorations. Found out yesterday as I was preparing to get ready for, you know, to lay out my clothes and stuff for work in the morning. I decided to text my boss and I was like, hey, do we have work next week because it's intercession for school? She's like, no, we're off. And I'm like, well, good fucking thing. I text you because I had no idea that we were off. So I've been watching horror movies all day. And I'm here with you boys. Yeah. Chad, daddy. Give it to me, baby. Let me restart this timer. Nice. Go. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like you I had a pretty, uh, pretty calm weekend. We let's see. I, I didn't get a chance to see Terrifier. Too, but I did watch the new Hellraiser. I know. Fuck, I didn't even get to watch that. Damn. A lot of us are divided on it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't anything, you know, mind blowing. It didn't break new ground, but I had a good time with it. But I'll tell you what I did like even more was Werewolf by Night. Ooh. Oh, I did yes. Start, I forgot about I, Werewolf by Night. I did start that. that. Yes. Make make sure you finished. It was amazing, and I I yeah. really I really think that with it being in black and white helped. Mm, okay. Yeah, the black. It was, it was just fantastic. Really, really well done. And uh, let's see. So we watched that. What else did we do? My son, you know, won another soccer game. So he's got one game left and then the tournament. But so far, his team's in second place. So they're doing really well. Uh, nice. Let's see. I also started playing Hot Wheels Unleashed on the PS5. Which is nice. a surprisingly fun game. It's I'm a really fun game. It. I have it, it on PC. Awesome, it's great. Dude. It's, it's really fun. Yeah. It's, it's and it's free on PlayStation Plus now. So I got that. Oh, nice. Got to, yeah. And I'm debating getting some of the download packs. It gets frustrating on some levels, though. Just a fair warning. All right. I'll keep that in mind. And I decided to take one of my... I have two PS4s because um, the one, like the disk drive, it's really, really noisy. Mm. So I ended up buying another one a couple years ago. I still have the old one. I hooked it up for my son so he can play it now because he wanted to play Little Nightmares, which Mm. for the Switch is $30, but it's included on PlayStation Plus for free. I'm like... Why not give it to him for free? So I got my old PlayStation. He's sitting there playing that. I gave him that. He's got a whole library of games he can play now. And I downloaded Hot Wheels Unleashed for him on that, too. So he can play that. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, aside from that, you know, not much is going on. My wife is getting ready to start her new job. uh, Maybe by the end of this week, more than likely the beginning of next. She's going to work at the high school, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's going to be helping out. Thank you. Um, And my time is up. So. All righty. So, oh wow, that was weird because there's that was, that was weird. That was going weird, on. Yeah. Uh, that is a police siren going on. So, I did a game con this weekend with my Ghostbuster homies that I am part of, the Ghostbusters Central New York. And as per <laughs> usual, we were there running a raffle, raising money for the Galasano Children's Hospital, which is the local children's hospital out in Syracuse, which is the biggest city that we're all collectively around, and obviously where the con was. Um, we did great. We got over 300 bucks. I'm not going to give the specific, but that's, you know, honestly, we're, we're just raffling off shit that we bring, which is mostly Ghostbusters merch. And we throw some candy in there and we might have a couple other rando stuff. Right. So it's nothing like crazy, crazy. And we're only at, usually ask a dollar ticket or five for 10. So the fact that we got over 300 bucks, I would say that's a pretty fucking solid weekend. Yes. Um, I also spent too much money of my own at the con, which is fucking, <laughs> you know, it is what it is, but the best thing I got, I got some cool shit, most of it for the family, but this is the one cool thing I treated for myself, and this is a game called Cathedral, and is by a company 
called Premium Edition, and I'm totally fucking shouting them out. And I, I, dude, I shouted them out so this much, so much this weekend. They came over, took pictures with the Proton packs. They're gonna use it for like an upcoming game or something like that. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. So, anyways, this is the normal edition, dude. Slide out, nice thick cover, right? Ooh. To your classic Nintendo fucking slide out again. Nice. Oh shit. Nice. Right? And then so, wow, this feels this feels weird. This feels different than a Switch. Oh, that's right. Because it comes with the most thickest, delicious, juiciest fucking manual I have seen in 30 fucking years. I almost oh, creamed yeah. my jeans, dude. I haven't seen this like, since the Genesis era. Bro, and it's fully fucking like art detailed, drawn out. Like I was like, you wow. don't even want to play the game. You just want to go take a 40-minute poop so you can read this fucking thing. <laughs> uh, oh, the good and, old days. That's right. And I know my clock's right now. I am this way. Keep going. Keep going. All right. So the coolest part about all their fucking games is they have a challenge, like achievements in every other game, but this is a legit challenge. And it comes with a card, and it tells you the challenge on the back. So this one is Defeat the Necromancer. So if I defeat the necromancer in the game and then follow these three steps of like taking a picture of that moment plus with the physical copy of the game and then you email it, dude, they send you like a patch for the game. And this is for every single game they have. They each have a specific challenge and specific said patch. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. That is just, yeah. yeah. So like the one that my, my wife got, which I think is more like an RPG style, her challenge is when she goes fishing, she has to specifically catch a turtle. And I was like, that I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> I just thought that was cool as hell. All their shits come with thick ass fucking manuals, dude. And then their Uber editions, which are only 20 bucks more, come with the full game soundtrack, shit like that. So it's called Premium Edition, dude. Check them out. They're fucking dope as hell. And I'm probably gonna be spending more money at them coming. I the love holidays. that you get all that shit. And that's like half the price of a normal Switch game. Bro, yeah. and that's what his spiel was. He's like, how many AAA Switch titles do you have? I'm like, quite a bit, dude. I'm a huge Mario fan. He's like, fair enough, me too. He goes, do you get disappointed when you open them up and it's just literally the cartridge? I'm like, terribly disappointed. He's like, well, check this out, dude. And he was giving me the spiel. <laughs> but the problem was I couldn't pay attention to his spiel because I was running my booth. I was solo at the moment. And there, when I came over, there was nobody. I'm like, cool, I got some time. As soon as I come over there, I got all these people sniffing around with a full money box over there and proton packs and shit. I'm like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah. And I felt so bad. I'm like, listen, dude, you already sold me. I'm buying that game. Let me be right back. And <laughs> so I totally missed his, missed his whole, like, everything was right in front of me on the table. I missed all of that somehow because I was trying to pay attention to going out here. So I got home, opened it, and I was just like, god dude i was freaking the fuck out the only negative thing that happened the whole time and it was nothing on the game's fault but i got down to the actual switch cartridge or the this and the wife yanked it out of my hands ran away and fucking opened it on me dude she stole my thunder <laughs> yeah i was like for a gamer that's like a cock block i said like i felt yeah. cock block dude i was like ah. <laughs> so when i bought her a game i just kept saying all day i'm like i'm gonna open it She's like, don't you dare! I'm fucking open it. You can't stop me. <laughs> nice, but yeah, dude. If you like, if you are into slip covers, man, these guys are your dudes. I fucking love it. Awesome, fucking like cool old school artwork. It's all retro style games too, and they got a new one coming out, and they it looked awesome. I was into it all weekend, but it's gonna be like the old school like Friday Thirteenth style, but more Ooh. top down. 
and a crazy like stuffed giant stuffed killer bear chases you oh i was like yep i'm all for it (laughs) i was like where's that game and he's like it's not out yet i'm like fuck all right (laughs) so yeah dude send me a link because i want to check their stuff out bro i instantly like stalked him on instagram i went in the next day and i was like yo man i was like i fucking like i was like if you guys got blown up by like 20 likes by some weirdo that was me And they're like, no, man, we love hearing that. Like, I picked, I pitched it so well. My buddy who was with me, Mike, went over. And he bought a game. It was called Robot Called Fight, which was the other one I wanted. And it's kind of like this. This one's like Castle, or I'm sorry, this one's like Shovel Knight. If you ever played Shovel Knight, so it's very Metroid style. The other one is more Metroid, Metroid Castlevania style, or the Metroidvania, whatever they're calling it. Mm-hmm. But all the levels are. Uh, randomly generated so you'll never get the same shit fucking twice and i was like oh which makes it sound insanely hard because usually those games are already wow. <laughs> so yeah dude i will uh definitely sling that to you again chatty but it's called it's just premium edition dude fucking dope ass nice. shit for sure but we're gonna get into the fucking episode because that is what we're here to talk about today yeah, buddy oh and it's so good i'm so happy we're finally doing this after four fucking years dude but we are covering steve this is your pick buddy it is my pick and it is one of my fucking favorite movies hands down since this movie came out back in 2003 came out april 11. we are talking house of a thousand corpses eve of you just lagged out a little bit there buddy did i yeah Yeah, like when you were just yeah if you want to do Uh, it again by all means start right all i said was House of a Thousand Corpses. On the eve of Halloween on October 1977, four friends, Bill, Jerry, Mary, and Denise, embark on an exciting cross-country road trip to write a guidebook about offbeat roadside attractions in America's less traveled roads. Before long, the young explorers chance upon Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters and Mad Men, only to become infatuated with the local legend of deranged serial killer, Dr. Satan. And cross paths Dr. with Satan! The... Dr. Satan. I was gonna say it like that, but it didn't say right. Satan, so I had to add it. Uh, and cross paths with the mysterious hitchhiker Baby. Mm. However, when the unsuspecting group meets Baby's eccentric family after having a flat tire, mm, an endless night of terror, torture, and murder ensues. Has anyone ever got out alive in the house of a thousand corpses? Dun dun dun. Directed by. The Legend, Rob Zombie. The Munsters, The Devil's Rejects. Written by Rob Zombie. Halloween, Lords of Salem. Produced by Andy Gold, The Devil's Rejects, and 31. Since Bobby's not here, John, you want to take it? Yeah, John. Fuck yeah, dude. Let me hop into my Shizno notes. Sorry, I was still sharing us. Yeah, I was just doing a test. I did. A, I put that test in there earlier. Yeah, I was, I was like... We had oh, there we go. Now oh, we got some, we okay. got some feedback. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Heather's here now. Ben, what's going on, everybody? I was say we, we were up to speak. seven people and nobody was talking, so I was freaking out there. Maybe they were just really into our slice of life, dude. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So we have the lovable and rest in power, Mister Sighag from Galaxy of Terror, The Devil's Rejects, some shitty vampire movie that I remember from the mid two thousands because of this movie, and so much more uh did you guys ever watch that no it was like blood brothers or something it was fucking awful dude uh 
Dude, he did Night of the Living Dead 3D. Dead 3D, baby. I was <laughs> just gonna say oh. that, dude. Yeah. Oh, but he's such the man. a horrible movie. He's the man. He's the man. And you know what? I get even because we're talking about him. The best part is, for some reason, I I missed him at a con, and so my Ghostbusters buddies got me his autograph, but they oh, fucking put man. it on my own picture. So they printed out a picture of my cosplay and had him sign it. <laughs> And because oh, they wanted God. to show him my cosplay, no. he's like, "That's pretty fucking awesome." I don't know. I think it is kind of funny. That's, that makes it more special, though. It does. Yeah, it is like, special as fuck. Because, uh, yeah, he wrote to John Tootie fucking fruity. So at least nice. I got the man's autographed. I never got to actually meet him in person, unfortunately. I did get to meet Bill Mosley though. That was. But speaking of Bill Mosley from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two and The Devil's Rejects as Otis Driftwood. That's right. I know the last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sherry Moon Zombie from the Munsters and Devil's Rejects as Baby Firefly. Karen Black, Trilogy of Terror, Invaders from Mars as Mother Firefly. Chris Hardwick from Talking Dead, Sanjay and Craig as Jerry Goldsmith. Aaron Daniels from The L Word, The Bling Ring as Denise Willis. Jennifer Jostin as Deep or from Deep Impact. Mm. <laughs> not that one and maximum velocity as mary knowles rain wilson you know him from fucking the office and yeah. we weird and al yankovic story which we don't know yet because we haven't seen yeah but i, I had to put wait. that in there like, i'm so excited wait. for that i would have put the meg because i actually enjoyed uh, the i meg forgot he was really, in the meg he was in the meg yeah I honest, honestly, uh, I didn't even look up his stuff. I just like, oh, I, I know him from The Office. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like you <laughs> had yeah, to, dude. Yeah, you know he's I mean? from The Office. It's like, come on. Exactly. As Bill Hudley, Walton Goggins from Predators, Ant-Man, and Wasp. As Steve Ni- Nash? Nyish? Nyish. Tom Towles Nash. from Night of Living Dead and The Devil's Rejects as I, Deputy George Wydell. I, I had to add Tom Towles in there just because Tom Towles because of the fucking... Story from Steel City comic. Go ahead, I'll I'll tell it later. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh I love this. I love the. Okay, you know, I, I may as much tell. Go that. ahead, go ahead. Okay, yeah, so, round the wide else. Yeah, well. it was when it was when we did the uh, promotion for Friday the Thirteenth Vengeance, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, me and TJ and uh, Mr. Corey Kaufman were you know standing around talking. They had gotten Kane's autograph already. And, you know, talked about, you know, how they were talking to him. He was carrying on a conversation. He kept saying that uh, Kaufman reminded him of somebody and he couldn't remember who it was. So they come back and we go into the Friday the 13th panel. And Kane's just sitting there. He's answering a question and he looks over. He sees Kaufman in the audience and he stands up. Tom Tolls. That's who you remind me of. It's Tom fucking Tolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. dude. Yeah. But oh, yeah, uh, that that's that that was the best part of that whole panel was him that's just awesome. pointing out Kaufman saying he looks like Tom Tolles. Kaufman, Kaufman needs to cosplay fucking Deputy Wydell. <laughs> that would be fucking fantastic, dude. Yes. All right, Matthew McGr- Matthew McGrory from The Dead Hate the Living and Bubble Boy as Tiny, and Robert Allen Lukes from Westworld and Last American Horror Show as Rufus. Yeah. Shit, Daddy. We have got music by Scott Humphrey, who did Idle Hands, and, of course, Rob Zombie himself. Mm -hmm. Don't need to talk about what he's done. We know all about his music. Cinematography Mm -hmm. by Alex Pappas, who did Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International. And Tom Richmond, who did one of our favorites, Chopping Mall and Waking the Dead. Waking the Dead. I feel like I've actually seen that. I want to say that... um, Nicholas Cage movie where he's like an ambulance oh, driver. Oh, 
That was actually yeah. a good movie. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I oh my god, that was like late nineties, right? Mm-hmm. 98, 99, I feel. Huh. It sounds about right. Okay. Edited yeah. by Catherine Himoff, uh, Killing Zoe and The Strain, and also Robert K. Lambert, The Final Countdown and Bulletproof Final Monk, Countdown. which is a very, very underrated movie. I have never seen Bulletproof Monk. It's really cool. All right. Mm-hmm. And also Sean Lambert, The Larry Sanders Show and Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Effects and makeup by Michael Deke, The Guyver, Tales from the Hood, Distrib- distributed by Lionsgate Films. Runtime of 89 minutes, rated <laughs> R, budget of 7 mil, and it actually grossed 16.8 mil, so it didn't do Woo! too bad. All right, gentlemen, let's discuss this bitch. I fucking love this movie so goddamn much from the very first time that I saw this movie. And I remember when it first came out, people were like, oh, he ripped off Texas Chainsaw Massacre, blah, 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 this and that. This is nothing like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, except for the fact that there's a crazy fucking family. I in Texas. That's that's I, it. I don't, that's it. In, te- in Texas. Yeah. But hey, we're Texas. We have fucking crazy. Texas is players. big, dude. That's just how it is. Texas that's is just big. How it is. There's a lot of people. And I was very, very disappointed to find out that Ruggsville is not a real town in Texas because I looked Damn. it up. I looked it up because I was like, I'm going. I'm fucking. Steve's going. gonna I'm go gonna find the room. legend of Doctor Satan. I'm gonna go find Doctor Satan. He doesn't. There's no Ruggsville. It was made up for the movie, but I mean, I just, from the get, the the only one thing that I wish they wouldn't have given us was that Spalding was a murderer from the get go. You know, I wish that they would have just held that from us, but I mean, it works so fucking well because I'm going to disagree with that. I loved it. I think I love it. I do. But I just, you know, because in every movie, I just feel like this, that's what was different about this movie is they let you know right away. This was not a good dude. So when he came at the end and he was the knight in shining armor, you knew she was fucked already. Well, you know? it was it was kind of one of the, yeah, but here's the thing. It was questionable. Not obviously the 50th time watching it, but the first time. Only because technically he's defending himself from dudes who came in and held him at gunpoint first. Yeah, right. True, true. So you know what I mean? Like, and yes, even though he's the gas station, it, it's the, the idea is he's the gas station in Texas Chainsaw yes. because he yep. leads them to go where baby's going to be and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he is the setup, but it's still, it's, I feel like at least they leave it a little ambiguous with that idea. You know what I mean? Because, like, but, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. But the thing is, he tried to steer them away from looking for this place. He really did. He was he like, did. you don't he fucking want to go. He's like, fine. Because he kept pushing them. And that's why he's like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> so he wasn't really he wasn't really hurting them towards baby. They kind of pushed him into it. He was he yeah. was just trying to sell his fried chicken in the mm-hmm. murder ride. I mean, you know honestly, he was probably just pissed that he just had to mop up the fucking floor because of those assholes. But I love the fact that we still get that in scene transition to them just literally like they literally are showing up as he's literally finishing up mopping like it's perfect yeah yeah <laughs> fucking got blood over my best clown suit uh <laughs> <laughs> so this, all right i'm with scoops man this movie ever since i saw it i loved it and it's straight up balls to the wall this movie is bananas i'm not even going to deny that it's not there's so much shit in this that is like confusing and wonky and has nothing to do with the actual main plot by any fucking means because there was a lot of rewrites and a lot of editing and other shit which i'm sure chad probably has in his behind the scenes but <clears throat> apologize i mean do you even get a little snippet 
of a thing about a skunk ape. Yeah, I was going to say, that has nothing to to do with the movie. But that was supposed to be be a whole extra story in the movie tied in to the whole thing. And they was just like, and anybody who, for anybody who knows, and for anybody who doesn't, Rob Zombie even said, because most people will say their favorite out of all of these is Devil's Rejects. Because as a movie, it's probably way more solid of a movie. I will even admit to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, however, still like this better because of the chaotic mess that it is. Like, I mean, it's and, just my. Yeah. And, but I mean, Rejects is such a different. It different is. It's a way different vibe. Family. Dude, like, yeah. You know, it's like, it's almost like. Th- you know, those memes that you see on Facebook where it's like September 30th, October 1st, and right. you know, September 30th, they're all nice and pure. And then October 1st, they're all fucking crazy and shit. It's kind of like that reversed. You know what I well, mean? Because this was Halloween. And I night. think, believe it or not, I've never seen devil's rejects because of how different it is from house of a thousand so you would you it's good it's it's a fantastic movie chad and it that's so many people have talked up i'm afraid i'd be disappointed no no no, and that's fine and okay like i said as a movie like if you're looking at it as just like a normal film critic rejects is more solidly done yeah it's more solidly shot written just 109 yards you don't get you know what i mean this one's like an acid trip, which I'm all for. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like, but but staying on topic with this one, the, what I liked about this is this one is them in their own element. You know what I mean? The second one is cool because it's it's a weird thing where it's it's the killers on the run. It's not. It's the this hunters is like, being the hunted in, right. in the second one. That's the one. second yeah. one where this one is straight up like this is them in their element, in their house, doing what they do best and just generalized fuckery on their part. Like, yeah, I mean, it's their world. Yeah. We, you know, it's their twisted world and they yeah. get to do whatever the fuck they want. And the what what gets me about this film is the way Bill Mosley just fucking like. Oh, a lot dude, of people compared a lot of great. yes they're crazy they're just like crazy you're like what the fuck are you talking about they i mean but they make sense they don't make sense but they do make sense um but a lot of people you compared ever his character you ever fucking work <laughs> a lot of care a lot of people compared his character to chop top they're nothing alike they're nothing mm-hmm. alike at all it's only because it's bill mosley and it's yeah. he's using the He's using his voice. It, that's yeah. Bill Mosley. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. But I mean, this whole family is just just so fucked up. And even when you think that, okay, well, maybe this this one could be nice. They're just fucked. I, and I think honestly, the nicest member of the Firefly Flammy family Tiny. is probably Hugo. Tiny. Well, Grandpa Hugo though, he didn't kill anybody. True. That we know of. He no, might have no, just no. been out of the game and like not give a shit anymore. He 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 is the only member. I did I did some research yesterday. Oh really? He, he is the only member of the Firefly Firefly family. I can't say that fucking word. Right. That had that never killed anybody. He just oh. looked the other way, let them do whatever the fuck they wanted. So okay, if you this is it, it's still staying on topic, but like I know there's like random side bit for you, like information behind. Is yeah. technically Otis not actually a member of the family? Like he's a drifter, no. right? Otis Otis was a, adopted. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's illegally yeah, yeah. as a child by Mother Firefly, and was raised in the family. Okay, so he's technically not blood related to the family, 
Okay, but... so I read something way different, but I remember this was years ago. Yeah, and there was like some back thing where like he was actually like, because it was supposed to be like his last name was Driftwood, and it was supposed to be along the lines of Drifter because that's what he was. But then because like he was a psychopathic Drifter, he melded with the Firefly family, so they almost like took him in as an adopted son. But maybe I don't know. I don't know if that was specifically from Zombie himself or some other bullshit. Yeah, fan no, film what shit. I. What I read yesterday was that he was he was adopted at a young age and he just he blended in so well with the fucking family. She liked that he was albino. I was gonna yeah. say, was he supposed to be albino? Because I never picked yeah, up he was albino, before. and that so, was another comparison to Chop Top because Chop Top was also an albino. Yeah, um, and I think that's why in Rejects they didn't make him an albino. Well, they didn't make him an albino in Rejects because the film was so different; he would have seemed out of place. Well, and it probably would have looked really weird against the desert. And it really looked in the lighting, you know what I mean? Yeah, it would have looked really fucking weird. So, Chad, what was the first time when you watched this movie? What was that like? Obviously, this was not your first time. I did not know what to expect the first time I saw it. And I remember, and before I'd seen it, you know, I knew that the bootleg was out there because it had been getting, like, along the convention circuits. I'd seen it when... The one year I went to uh, Pittsburgh Comic Con before it was Steel City Con, and I, mm-hmm. oh, I was that close to buying it, and I should have. And if I'm not mistaken, I... what year You're did talk- Jason X come out? What year did Jason X come out? Two thousand. Okay, so because what? No, I don't think that I remember seeing because I remember Jason X was also on on the. Uh, I'm bootleg. pretty sure Jason X was two thousand, but let me check that up. I that was the way. first movie I ever bootlegged was Jason X. Really? But, yeah, but I'm just saying, it's, this is another movie where they filmed it and it sat on the shelf a couple years and it got around. Yes. You know, oh, I'm sorry. Jason X was actually 01. Okay, so they might have been both, both been bootlegged for a while. Okay. Right around the same time. But uh, and I almost bought it and I wish I would have. And I'd spent a good amount of time today trying to find the extended cut of this. And it just does not seem It does to not exist. Anymore. It does not exist anymore. The original version of this film that had a completely different ending was shown one time in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And that is what the bootleg copy was of. That's what I thought. And I'm, cannot, thinking, I'm you, killing myself for not getting that. Yeah. So the you bootleg copy. find that son of a bitch anywhere. I think. So what I'm reading here is the bootleg copy looked like it was in circulation around 2002. So. But no, you said you saw it before that, though, with Jason X, which would be 2001. So, yeah, you must have saw it around like 2000 then, buddy. I think so. You saw both. Hmm. All right. I, I want to say I saw them together, but it could have been one one year and one the next. But I, I'm. So did you see this in theaters? Like I no, didn't, no, no. I, I did not. I didn't see, see it until like... my first time watching it was on the uh, the Kickass DVD that I actually watched it on today. Yep. By the way, yes. Mm-hmm. That Dude, and, and you know what? The best part is the wife had it loaded up on HBO Max, and I was like, no, nope. I'm going to get my DVD. <laughs> yeah, because like, you can't why? skip like, that intro because we are watching. We're just we're just watching all the fucking like everything they shot like i went through all the menus after the fact too like how did anybody time how long sid Haig's spiel is on that by chance i didn't i didn't, didn't even i think it. Go, i'm pretty sure it goes a solid like four minutes sounds about right which is like insane <laughs> if you think about literally just staring there at a dvd menu and having it talk to you the whole time. but it's so great because <laughs> oh, it's, it's i remember epic. falling asleep like i remember like putting the movie on falling asleep and waking up and the menu's just fucking like playing Slooping. still and i'm like yeah and just fucking go back to sleep oh man so the first time i showed this dude this to a dude at work one time he didn't know anything about that so i was like yo we were all done we were just gonna load up a movie while we were waiting just for time to pass so i was like yo i'm gonna load this up go take a piss i'll be right back 
So I went and then he saw the ring bell for service. He's like, Oh, I figured that's how you had to start it. So I did it. And he's like, motherfucker started talking to me, dude. He's like, I thought I started like tripping balls or something. Like I was huffing propane. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, no, it's supposed to do that. I'm like, he's like, that was, he's like, I've never Brody seen just brought anything up like that. Tiny Brody brought up one of my stuff. favorite little extras. On- oh yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the better extras is them just telling knock, knock jokes. And the answer is always tiny yeah. fuck to stump. Tiny fuck to stump. Tiny fuck to stump. <laughs> yep. Uh. So I, I, like I said, man, this movie is a straight, acid trip but i love it because like there is a solid story but it feels i mean this is obviously rob zombie's like first directorial debut whatever but it definitely feels like i mean obviously he did music videos but it feels very music video-esque in parts yeah it does and that that was probably intentional obviously like I had to take my, my 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 geek blinders off for this to be a little bit more uh, critical of it. And I think yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and fine. a lot of like the little cutaways like that really hurt the movie to me. That brought my score down a little bit. It, and you know what? Like. It all depends on you going in, like if you're going in and you don't like stuff like that, that. Yeah, I could definitely see where this is just going to be like, that's going to be a complete turn off for the movie. You're not going to be able to pay attention to the main storyline because it just keeps throwing yeah, random imagery it, it, it did the, the little cutaways did distract it a bit for me i think my adhd just keeps me on point with that too. yeah, so yeah that same same that same because be. i'm like yeah sidebar yeah like, like i did you <laughs> unlike black and white titties unlike yeah. hellraiser where i didn't give a shit what happened to any of the main characters you know these main characters were kind of douchey but i did kind of care about what happened to them you know what yeah, they, they i don't think they were somewhere. I honestly only think the one girlfriend was a cunt. Oh my I god, think Mary. the rest of them yep. were fine. She was now, she okay. was definitely a cunt. Here's my question. Here's my Scuba Steve's question. Yeah. For the podcast. Okay. So, in that scene where Baby's doing her little dance and singing yeah. and shit, if Mary had never pushed her off, would I mean I know they were gonna kill them. I think they were. I think it was inevitable because Rufus shot I mean, their tire were, out for God's they sake. They were just gonna fuck with them a little bit more. Like, I I would assume. I don't think it would have been right away. Yeah. But at the same time, Rufus busted through that door instantaneously fast as soon as that shit was about to happen, so. But I feel mm. like he was waiting, like, he might have been, like, waiting outside the door listening. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 that's what's yeah. going on. Right, so and then it was, it was like, just like, fuck out, it's time on. for you to die. It's, it's funny, because when Steve asked that, that was the thought that I had as soon as that scene was playing out, too. It was like, would that have really happened? And I'm like... Well, they did shoot the tire out, so I think they were going to kill them. Regardless. And they were, I mean, and, and Otis and fucking Tiny were already standing out there yeah. like the scarecrows anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. So. so they were all set up for that whenever they were ready to leave. But um, here's my thing. Why the fuck did he park so far away from the fucking gate when he's like, I got to open the gate? And he was like fucking 20 feet away, 30 feet away from the fucking uh, gate. You know, here's my thing, dude. Crash the gate. That's all I yeah, do. Yeah. I don't care, yeah. dude. I they just tried to care. fucking kill you. Like, they pulled a knife on you. Fuck this family. Crash the <laughs> gate. Let's fucking go. That's, like, and especially, like, when... And I'm not, I'm not saying, like, you're trying to, like, run over your homie or, like, you know what I mean? Like, leave him and thing. But at the same time, like... You the think girl one of the girls... The front seat and took it off. Right. Yep. Right. Thank you. Like, they, I thought the you, same shit. You literally sat there in fear and just allowed that shit to happen because you didn't even and bro, try. 
This was 1977. That car would have fucking plowed right through that. Yeah, dude, that gate. thing was not aluminum fucking like shit is nowadays. Yeah, yeah that was good old U.S. Crap. steel right there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Fucking A, dude. But I mean, I, even from that point on, when they started fucking with them, and, and I love the little cutaway scene when, when they have uh, Bill. Was it Bill? Bill. The one they turned into Fish Boy? Yeah, yeah. So that I, I just wish we would have seen more of them. Oh, when actually... they were playing Brickhouse? Yes. Yeah. Like, I wish we would have seen more. And unfortunately, we that was one of the things that they fucking deleted. But I, I, and I love, I love that Otis is the one who makes these sideshow attractions for Captain so- Spaulding. Here's my question on that, and I could be way wrong, because obviously, like you said, we, we did get more. But was Rain Wilson a big name at this point, or no? Was he still kind of under? I feel like he was he was, st- he was still unknown. So. Um, okay. The office was still, I think, two years away. Right, right, right. Which, but I, I couldn't years from when this was released, so it would have been even longer. I couldn't remember if he was anything, like he was still kind of-ish big from anything else. Because no. I was wondering why, like, I was wondering if that was the reason why they offed him so fast. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, because I don't bigger the name and just like eh, because like Chris Hardwick, who is he's big amongst nerds. Right. But if you're well, not, not a nerd, just that, not just that he had, he he had done that fucking dating show with Jenny McCarthy on MTV. Oh my god! Yep. Oh, yeah. That's, so that's, that's where yeah. singled out. Yeah. So that's where I knew Holy him fuck. from. I forgot about that. Was and I'm like, oh shit, it's the dude from Singled Out. Fuck I yeah, did not go. pay attention to Chris Hardwick on that show. I'm sorry. So that's probably. But, I mean, why neither I did I. Yeah, I was gonna say. Probably why I didn't really pay. No, it was him. Mmm, <laughs> young. Crazy, oh, Brody, not Steve, political. My work. Sorry, Jenny Brody. Carthy. I know you worked on a uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Sorry, Brody. Mm-hmm. I'm, su- I'm surprised we're not being asked to take this down. <laughs> okay, you're gonna have to go. Into, you're gonna have to go into detail on this at some point. You have to listen. Okay, you have to listen to the latest episode of the Recycled Corn Podcast, and you will understand all. Perfect plug. Right. We, did a, <laughs> nice, we nice did plug. an episode. We did an episode on pathological liars. Oh God! Ooh, yes. And there is somebody on my Facebook who claims to be a creator. Was that the one that the you creator. were? Ar- is that the one that you were arguing with uh, yesterday? Yes. I think. I see half no, of no, the no. comments are gone now. No, 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 this is this is different. Um, oh, okay. I, I have posted a. Tr- okay, so I met this person because he said he was the digital producer for Candyman, and I was like, okay, "Oh, cool." Okay. Met him in a group. I was like, "Cool." He added me on Facebook. I was like, "Hey, that's just another link in the horror community that I have." Come to find out, this dude's full of shit. Went to his Facebook. He says <laughs> he created Amazon Prime. He created Disney Plus. He created HBO Max. So. Now uh, uh, he's saying that he created Wakanda Forever. This dude has nothing to do with nothing. He's stealing credit for work that has nothing to do with him. But we'll talk. Yeah, that's that's not this podcast. Listen well, to the Recycle Corn podcast, and you will hear me vent all about it, baby. Well, also, I mean, on if, Project he, if, he in, if he invented all that stuff, then that dude must be super rich by now. He's not. <laughs> and I've seen some of his Photoshop works, and they're trash. But back I, to a house happens. of a thousand <laughs> corpses, baby. The good thing that we're talking about. Yeah, Who was yeah. your favorite? Like, I know, like, we we don't really do like. Oh, we do do favorite character, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't I don't know like everybody. I just loved everybody in this movie. There wasn't anybody bad in this movie. No, acting and he, wise, and honestly, I even 
some people might rag on it, but there's a lot of the like a lot of the cinematography I really enjoyed. One of yeah. my favorite scenes, which we will, you know, obviously I'll bring up again, but it's uh, it's the long, drawn out, pull out shot, shot of the gun. Of Twenty the gun seconds. With Otis. Twenty Dude, second. That's yep. And every oh. single time I watch it, I still fake myself out of when I think it's gonna fucking happen, and I don't know why. Seconds. And I even. Even my wife, she's like, the first time we watched this, she's like, I thought the DVD fucked up and it was like paused <laughs> or something. And then it finally was like the, I'm like, no, that's the best part. The music ends and it's just that dead, silent, awkward. Dude, that was my like, favorite scene. Spoiler alert. And you know, and I, no, feel I know. It's you're just on edge. You're just sitting there waiting for it to happen. Dude. It's like fucking pop goes the weasel. You're just but waiting, you know, waiting, not, waiting. I feel not so even... bad. I feel ahead, so bad for the for the actor that had his face in the puddle of water during that fucking scene because it took so damn long. And so I'm watching and I'm looking and I'm like, dude, that sucks. That's got to suck. Like, how long well, did they actually do it before they edited it, though? Obviously, they slowed it down mm -hmm. for that. So I'm assuming it probably could have been easily just like a quick like 30 second like. But they slow. You know what I mean? Like, or even yeah. if it was that 20 second, but they slowed it even longer for that. I don't. Brody would obviously be the man to talk to about that one, but no, I'm with you, Chad. And not to jump ahead, like that was one of the perfect, most perfect songs you could have had with that scene and that whole scene. Oh my god, dude! I fuck. That's like the one that sticks in my too. head. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This soundtrack's great. I had like, it, and I used to play it over and over and over. It's I mean, such a good soundtrack. And it's one of those ones where it's like, it's imagery gets stuck in my head with the music so every yeah. time obviously i hear the song pussy liquors i think of sherry moon's ass yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely not. laughs> and i also think of goober i think of but... goober <laughs> Nick, Jack Jerry over. <laughs> new guy put an extra o in there made a goober asshole <laughs> uh, i fucking love goober dude he's like the only guy that got away alive that just like they didn't really care well i pray the damage is quite severe what? Do you think uh, um uh what was um fuck what was his name? What's one? Good guy, bad guy. What the little talking? guy at the beginning. Oh, uh Spalding's partner with the no the, no no. Oh no, his buddy in the um, the the, the one, one that was in the, the, the shit autographs. Yeah, the one. The, like, was he in on it? I mean, because he didn't really. No, I just. I don't think he was. I think he was just like. I think he's just. A, yeah, I think he's just a, a. He's a local yokel. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just one of those old dudes that's hanging out with Spalding because he's an old dude. And yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. I, I He was actually a great little character, too, for as little as he was yeah. in it. Yeah. Just fucking. Yeah, His stories were great. Yeah, right. <laughs> little dick quick. So, <laughs> so cinematography is great. I, I mean, the acting was fucking gr great. The people looked disgusting. So like costumes, and everything. like Mama Firefly just looked gross. Her teeth. I'd bang her. I would too. I would. I'd bang her. I'd bang her and baby. Like, I'm just like I'm just like Chris Hardwick. You go flirt with me. I'd, Here's yeah, my dick. She was very seductive. <clears throat> like yeah, I loved too. how like she when she came out though, baby was just like uh because she knew she was just like <laughs> Mom, mom's coming out with her tits again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. But no, this I just like I said this movie. It's so bananas. You got the skunk ape shit. You got the random dude, like the apocalyptic dude with the shotgun, just having his little rant in front of his shack. Um, I that love dude was just... talking so fast. I couldn't under couldn't understand what he was saying though. 
He was talking about yeah, the end of times. Yep. <laughs> He's talking about, yeah, it was just, personally, I love the murder ride. I always want to go on it. Like, I just, yes, I, I wish it was I, real. So they made a pop-up one one time somewhere, and I wanted to get to it so bad, but obviously I young child that was never going to happen. But was the mom yes, the ben. chick from Police Academy? Yes. Yes. Just with yes, she was. nastier teeth and everything. Obviously, we had a different mom. Wait, no, no, no. That's one? in part two. Part two. Oh, yeah, because that was a different one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part two. I think this one passed away in between, right? <clears throat> no, 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 no. No. She didn't. She, she only died a few years ago. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. It, was it was It was after Devil's Rejects. but And it's in my notes. Um, they say she didn't renew replay her because of a money dispute and i thought it was more than that i thought she wanted a bigger role i thought that was too but me, i don't know but con- continue discussing with this i will say this for me is a top five halloween evening throw oh yeah oh yeah this, yeah, this is really usually to, usually for me personally end of the night this is the last like coup de gras i'm like this is the one where it's like because you know you start out with halloween and then you throw a couple like mids in the middle, and then you got to end it on a good one too. So that's understood. Hey, I end. I always ended mine on Texas Chainsaw, so we're pretty similar right there. Oh, there you go. Nice. I, uh, I, I mean, I also would throw in there trick or treat because that's a personal yes. favorite of mine too. That's so a good that one. Could go either way. All Hallows Eve also. That's for me. Yeah, I, I still haven't I, seen that one. I still haven't seen that. That one is um, because it's also an anthology. I will say two out of the four stories for me hit it well. The other two are kind of meh. The other two were, yeah, they were kind of meh. Yeah. Like the but alien like, one was. Yeah, that was meh. The devil in the sewer was cool. Arts was cool. And I don't even fucking well, even remember the, the devil last in the one. sewer. The devil in the sewer is actually the first short film that Art the Clown was ever in, which is the ninth circle. Yep. So that whole first little. Yeah, that shit was. Movie. Yeah. Maybe we should do maybe we'll throw that in sometime, dude. If you've never seen that Chad Daddy. I would love to review it. It's a great, it's a fun movie. And I mean, we didn't get to review Terrifier, so that might be in our re- redo redux editions coming up. We've soon. been dis- it's, in, it's been under discussion. Hell yeah. You know what? I think we should I was thinking we should just call those uh episodes reloaded. Reloaded, reloaded. Yeah. So if if you know, obviously up up, up for discussion debate. I do um, have our picks written down, by the way. I, I, oh, I, nice. But of course, it's in my little notebook. It's downstairs. So right, 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 right. I, can't, I can't bring up what they are anyway. <laughs> right. So we can't, talk, we can't talk past uh, scores or anything like that tonight. Um, is there anything else you gentlemen want to discuss before we move it on to the DKB? I mean, I, no, obviously, I'd we love all to hear. love this movie. I would love to hear what he has Yeah, to let's hear what Brody has to say. Because, I mean, we... We actually... I mean, we obviously love the fuck out of this movie. So right. let's hear what Brody has yeah, to say. Yeah, and I'm very especially with Brody coming with like, you know, Brody's got like the film background and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people will shit on this movie. And I don't know if they just don't like Rob Zombie, if the movie itself doesn't hit it, which is fine. Rob like, Zombie himself will even shit on this movie. Oh no. He, 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 it's, he it's funny. Cause he, he, hates, he, he, right. he says, he says he understands why it has such a cult following. He says, and it's in my notes. He's like, I see it. And I just see flaw after flaw after flaw. Well, that's fine because as somebody who does, Anybody who does their own work and wants to always get better, you're always going to try to be perfectionist with your own shit. And you're always going to get better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you continually work at your craft, you're going to improve. So, like, that's why, you know, that's – and he even said it going into Rejects. He goes, Rejects was so much better of a film in even his own eye because he had less of a budget. 
So he had to really think around tight corners and really keep things like constrained with it. And so, yeah, Brody says he loves this film. So you know what? That's good enough for me. We're jumping right into what this fucker says. Roll that beautiful bean for All you. right. Yeah, but oh man, we haven't heard that in a I minute. Woo! Yeah. Oh, that took me back. That's like season two shit right there. <laughs> uh, well, howdy fucking doody there, folks. It's your DKB here back for another episode of Goremore. And this week I'm here to talk to you about Rob Zombie's uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Let me just start off by saying how much I really, really fucking love this movie. I mean, it was a film that I used to chuck on back on all the time in the day. You know, um, not that I would find anything new with it. It's just that I could have a fucking fun time watching it. And I mean, for me personally, I've always been a Rob Zombie fan um, in the music terms, like White Zombie, Rob Zombie. Um, I even love the fact that Rob was able to direct his own music videos in White Zombie. Um, and then you can definitely tell that this film is laced with music video tropes, you know, with the cinematography, the editing, um, the, the colour that pops on the screen. But all that also means that it's a love letter back to the 70s exploitative and grindhouse era. And I think that's Rob's niche because that was the shit that he grew up on and loved. And it's great to see him bring something, not so much something new, but to introduce that shit into this new era for people, you know, that never really got to actually watch that stuff. So he's bringing back something to life with that nostalgia factor I thought was great. Um, Batshit crazy title with an original premise. I fucking love it. It does have themes of obviously Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which everyone fucking says. But, I mean, everything's borrowed from something. I mean, you only got to look at Tarantino films. Um, a lot of his films are like borrowed from something that we've never seen and we just think it's new, but it's not. Um, so with House of a Thousand Corpses, um, it's visually stylish. Nothing too crazy about the cinematography and the way it's shot. It's more so in the visual representation of like the production quality, like the production design itself that really knows how to capture the 70s aesthetic. Um, then we have the costume department with the characters all dressed up in um, the fucking get-ups, whatever it is, like standard clothes, but you could definitely just look at it and go, I can pick that from the era itself alone. Um, but the thing that I love the most about not only this film, Rob Zombie's films in general, is that he's able to, you know, create fantastic cult-like characters Characters that end up becoming like cult-like figures in a horror, in, in the horror genre. I mean, you think of Sid Hagen, you immediately go, Captain Spaulding, oh, fuck, I know him, I know what he's from, I know what he says, the quotations, and, you know, all of a sudden people are dressing up like him at Rob Zombie concerts. Then, obviously, you've got Bill Mosley, he's either Chop Top or he's fucking Otis Driftwood. So, um, and that motherfucker's done a lot of films. You know, he's done some t quality films, but... Otis Driftwood's probably the one that, and other than Chop Top, that everyone really knows about. And he gives these characters, like, I personally think a badass is fuck. Dialogue. A lot of people hate the dialogue. They think it's cheesy. They think it's lame and shit writing. I fucking love it. I, I and, and that's like what I said before. It's that classic throwback to that 70s exploitative era with a little bit of a modern-day twist on some of the shit they say. And I think it really works extremely well. And then when you have Bill Mosley, who's a fucking, like, a bit of a psychopath, um, in, in, uh, as, uh, well, as Chop Top, 
and then you sort of try and compare the pair when, uh, even though you shouldn't, but you definitely know what he's able to achieve as an actor, and then you go, oh, that just suits him so fucking perfectly, some of the shit he says, and what he does, and how intimidating his presence is on screen. Um, he's just so fucking unpredictable, Bill Mosley, and I think it works extremely well for this film. It's absolutely awesome. Um, obviously, um, Dr. Satan himself, when we get to see him at the end, I mean, I just really wanted fucking more of him. I wanted to know more of his backstory. I mean, we do get a little bit of his backstory at the start of the film, but we don't know if it's all true or bullshit. Fast forward to the end, and yes, we get to see him, but, you know, I want to see, like, a movie of that by himself. Um, and that was a really cool fucking thing to throw in there, too, like the murder mystery ride where Sid Hag explains to people, like, this was Ed Gein, this was Albert Fish, and then all of a sudden in this world of serial killers, real-life serial killers... Rob Zombie was able to introduce his own little fucking uh, mythology of a character. And I think that worked and tied in extremely well. Um, it, it was a bit of a um, bit of a thing. If it didn't work too well, it could have fucked the movie up and looked shit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they gave a fuck ton of money to Rob. He knew what he wanted to do with the vision, the style of the film. And... Yeah, I think it's enjoyable from start to finish. I can have a good time. I can laugh my fucking ass off, especially with Grandpa and some of the shit he says and does. Um, yeah, each character in this is unique in their own little weird and fucked up way, and I love it. Um, so many homage, homage, so many homages to the fucking um, horror genre, and I love it. I uh, don't think I have anything else to say about this film. I probably dragged it on a little bit too much. Um, I mean, the violence is absolutely fucking incredible. Um, you definitely get a Leatherface vibe when um, Bill Mosley, it's actually kind of ironic that Bill Mosley skins one of the characters' dad's face off and wears it as a little bit of a homage to fucking Chop Top, I suppose, and Texas too. Um, but anywho, enough of that shit. I've ragged on much fucking far too long start to stutter and got nothing else to fucking say so anyways DKB giving it a Goromil score of a fucking I'm gonna go it might be a little bit high for y'all but I'm gonna go a 4.4 nah fuck it 4.5 I love this film fuck it anywho it's DKB signing in I hope you motherfuckers have a good night cheers hey uh, cheers buddy <laughs> Thanks, DKB. Yeah, fuck it. 4.5. I love it. 4.5. And you know what? While we're talking about scores, we're going to throw it in there. I believe Bob also gave it a 4.5. Yes, he did. Right? Yep. All right. So that was a 4.5 from Mr. Ramone and the DKB. So we'll already add those into my handy dandy calculator. All right. Let's throw that down. All right. So let's talk about what Brody brought up. And my biggest thing, and I'm glad he did, is Rob Zombie established a hierarchy of new horror characters and a bunch of them with one film. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right out the gate. The whole Fire Five family, dude. But like, just like the Sawyers or something, like, I, and it's no offense to the Sawyers. The Sawyers to me are more of like, like Leatherface is his own thing, but then like the Sawyers are like a full like unit. You know what I mean? Where like these ones are like, I feel like these guys could go solo and it wouldn't be an issue either way. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, dude, I like, would love it's to not going to slow them down by any means. Like, yeah, I would love to see a prequel to this 
showing just like how crazy this family fucking is. Well, I want I want a complete prequel with just Doctor Satan. I agree because I like yeah. like Brody said. I want to know more of that backstory. We never get it. We never nope. fucking get it, dude. We get two more movies and, and we still get nothing of Doctor Satan, dude. Well, Doctor well, Satan wouldn't have fit in the world of rejects. That's why zombies. No, I know film, they did film a scene of Doctor Satan though for rejects and it got cut. Right, because they said it just didn't flow with the film, and unfortunately, the third one follows even more suit. It's like Rejects meets like Desperado, and yeah, I was gonna uh, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah, oh yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yep. Um, definitely the least of my favorite out of the three. I will say. Yep. Uh, Yeah, because they went. You know, it. it, He he started with his first film, went way up here with Rejects, and then just kind of eh. With three from hell. I mean, for me, dude, like personally, like I, I house is still at the top for me. Like that's the one I would prefer to watch out of all of them. Cause it's just like, well, cause that I one I don't need. No, no, no. And I will too. I own all three. I'm not going to say I wouldn't, yeah. but if I only have time to watch the one. It, like, oh yeah. You know house mean? Like, I, yeah, yeah. It's that yeah. one all the way. Yeah. But I, mean, I watched all three of them back to back yesterday I have a tendency of doing that shit when we're going to review review mm-hmm, a movie. Mm-hmm. If there's sequels to the movie that we're fucking watching, I end up watching whatever the fucking sequels are. Um, so I went right into Rejects and then right into Three from Hell. And it, it's it's like you said, it's like what? It's an acid trip. House from Thousand Corpses is a fucking acid trip. And then Rejects, you're starting to sober up. And then fucking Three from Hell is just kind of like, fuck, what did I do? To <laughs> Three myself? for Hell is when you're 40 years old and you're tired all the time but you need to stay up because like for whatever reason like <laughs> dude and sid sid looked so bad in three from Hell. like i know he was already like basically on his deathbed when he oh he was Hell. dude it almost felt he looks so i know bad. It, it 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 felt rough watching that i was like it did damn dude and um what's his name that they brought in as the the third brother, he he always does fantastic, dude. I I like yeah. him. I can't think of his name. He actually looks like my uncle John, which is fucking weird. Uh <laughs> creepy as fuck, dude. <laughs> I was telling my family about that. They're like, "What?" My my dad. I was like, "Dad, watch Tremor 7. He's in that. I was like, "When you when he smiles, you'll see it." He's like, "Holy shit, you're right." I was like, mm, that's <laughs> uh, "But no, like I said, going back to what I was talking about, dude. He made the he made." especially three huge mainstream horror characters out of one movie. And that's obviously baby Otis. And of course the beloved captain fucking Spalding too. He's a fucking like icon. Said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Brody said, motherfuckers are dressing up case in point, dude. I, I literally shaved my head. My wife fucking hated that. By the way. But I fucking <laughs> shaved my head, dude. Like pick that bitch clean. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm fucking committed. You know what I mean? Like do it, yeah. do it right. Uh, that's why I couldn't do it tonight. I was going to do it, but I'm like, it's going to just make me want to shave my head, dude. And I'm at long hair point, which I've never been at. So I kind of don't want to do that. <laughs> but, but every character, I think every character in this movie is is just great. Even mm-hmm. it, with the little screen time that they get, you know, especially, you know, Spalding's whatever he is, his backup man that we never see again in the fucking movie from at the beginning. He was a great fucking character. He just comes in and fucking with this big ass fucking cartoon axe. Now my question is, did that guy really? I wonder if that guy really has this that skin issue, or that just they just happen to give that character that. You know what I mean? Like covered in blood. What? No, dude. That was I thought. 
No, 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 dude. He had like the dry, ashy skin and stuff. Like it was like where it's like, I don't know the name of it. Like cirrhosis or not cirrhosis, psoriasis. Yeah, yeah, psoriasis. Yeah, like huh. you. When I he, just thought it was blood. I thought it was like dried up blood on his no, arms. You could like see it when he's putting. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm totally. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's like I thought it was just, or something, and I'm fucking way the fuck off, dude. Because like, who's I, man, I want some of that fried chicken. Mm-hmm. I want right. some of that goddamn fried chicken. It looks so fucking good. Uh, yeah, man. Dude, you know why you need to watch uh, the second one? Because you get to see Captain Spaulding fuck scene. Oh, that's, that's so need, great. That's why you need to watch that, Chad Daddy. <laughs> Did you just call me a whore? I calls him like I see Like a season. Yeah! Uh, the man. Um, I mean, is there anything else we want to discuss? Obviously, we all love this movie. Brody loves this movie. I feel like he brought some great extra points to it that we didn't necessarily hit um anything else before we move it on to chad daddy's notes nope all right not really let's do it chad daddy balls in your court buddy all right so there's more than one instance where you see a poster for two missing young boys those boys were actually pictures of rob zombie and his brother as children awesome nice yeah and of course his brother is the lead singer of power man 5000 do you have by chance um the spots of when they were because i'm honestly like try, i'm drawing a blank of specifically that mm-hmm. unless it was just in like maybe the flashes that you see like super random for like a second and you're like oh okay but i know there was some wanted posters up in the um phone booth oh oh maybe the missing poster. there's there was like there was i guess there was the, the the missing dog head that was an actual missing poster that uh, rob zombie found in new york city and he put it in his movie that's awesome nice. like that was a real thing that's awesome. <laughs> Missing dog head. Yeah. All right. All right. So Rob Zombie said how amongst the footage that was in his infamous lost rough cut of the film, which had to be cut for R rating, there was a lot more violent, disturbing scenes with baby Firefly, like one which showed more of her necrophilia tendencies. The scene in the film where she's kissing a skeleton and touching her breast with its hand was one such scene and was much more graphic and longer, even ending with her climaxing. But since the MPAA had issues with moments like these, it was cut. Well, fuck you. God damn it. I want that. And God and bless Rob. Get it. God bless Rob for letting us have it. Yeah. That's the sad like, yeah, part, cool though, is that all these scenes are just, they don't exist. Lost. Like he, he, he's even said all they're they lost. He doesn't. As far as he knows, they're lost. I don't know how in-depth they've looked. I would say they're probably still around somewhere. I just don't think he's really spent a lot of time looking. Because Rob Zombie, he's a pretty fucking busy guy. Yeah. Yeah, he likes his, I mean, dude. My sister and my brother-in-law just saw him in concert like a couple months back. You know what I mean? They said he was fantastic. It was oh yeah, he's it was awesome them live. Power Man Five Thousand Static X, which they said the dude who's covering for Wayne Static is fucking fantastic. Nobody knows who he is because he wears a Wayne Static mask and mm-hmm. he sounds exactly like him. I'm like, I need to go see this. This is fucking great. like that's my wife's favorite band. But, by the way, the first concert I ever went to was Pantera and White Zombie. Oh, dude. Oh, nice. I never That's like half of Pantera. my playlist at work when I'm in like my don't oh, fuck with me mode. Was, like, I it just was great. Work. It was great. And um, I, I said, you know, Rob Zombie and the White Zombie, they put on a hell of a stage show. But my God, Pantera blew them out of the fucking water. Well, they probably had a way bigger budget. I don't know. Were they the, Rob's, they were the headliners, Rob's stage, right? Yeah, but well, yeah, but Rob's stage show was fucking awesome. No, I know, dude. But the headliners are always, you know. They get that little bit of extra sauce, dude. True. I saw Zombie one time 
and it was Zombie and Manson, and it was Chad Brody, dude. <laughs> Yeah, because that that I can understand why Brody, because that moment will never come again. Da, 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 da. Nope. Yeah, right. Oh man, it was so great. Oh, that'd be and so fantastic. I got to meet Pantera backstage afterwards. Well, fuks you, Chad. God damn it, stop it. Okay, I only got That's to awesome. meet Rex and Rex and Vinny because uh, Dimebag and Phil were too fucked up. <laughs> I've met Vinny. I've met right? Vinny Paul before. That what? that's he's the only member of Pantera I ever met was Vinny Paul. Really cool guy. Yeah, he's Word. cool as shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. What else we got, Chad, Daddy? Okay. Uh, most of the cutaway scenes, Otis torturing cheerleaders, baby masturbating with the skeleton, etc., were filmed in Rob Zombie's basement after filming Wrapped. He would invite cast members over to his house on the weekends and shoot the footage himself with a 16mm handheld camera. With the exception of the shot of a setting sun, he created the opening credits in the same way. And I loved it, dude. I like the different, like, camera setups in between. And I like, I like the... See... Like I said, man, I like the acid trip that this movie is, dude. I love like the weird old stock cut footage, like shit thrown. Doctor Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Host. He says the ghost host with the most. I was yeah, like, oh, it's almost. Dude. I heard that. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, By the way, Rob Zombie was his assistant in that footage, the one smashing the pumpkin with the hammer. Oh, nice. Was it really? That's yeah, awesome. it, it, I think it's later in here. Uh, Rob was going to play Doctor Wolfenstein himself, but afraid okay. he, he was afraid he would look too normal. <laughs> right, Rob Zombie would be the most normal okay. looking person in the movie. Uh, that's okay, awesome. uh, continue on in the DVD commentary. Rob Zombie revealed that Jake McKinnon, who played the professor, couldn't see very well in his costume. In the scene where he swings a real axe at Denise, his vision was so bad he could have seriously injured her if she didn't move fast enough. Rob said in his commentary, we just assumed she would get out of the way. Amazing. Oh, that was man. a big axe, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, I'm also looking. Uh, I'm, I'm doing what Brody requested, so. <laughs> Carry on, Chad, Daddy. What else? Okay, got, the buddy? actual house is the same house used in the best little whorehouse in Texas, which can be viewed during Universal Studios' tram ride. However, during filming, Universal refused to stop the tram tours, which delayed filming during many scenes. Damn. No shit. Which is funny because Universal Pictures, it was the original production company, refused to release the film, believing it would be given an NC-17 rating. They didn't want that kind of negative imagery. Just give us an unrated version, god damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> Coulda, shoulda, uh, but didn't. I know. We'll, we'll never know. This was well, Dennis Fimple's last film. He was increasingly sick with heart disease during filming, and a few of his scenes were filmed with him sitting down. Ultimately, however, he died in a car crash. In 2002. Did you say Fimple? Yes. Hmm. All right. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Sing That's song. right. Uh, Tobe Hooper. I do not know. Let me look. Nope. Yeah, look that up real quick. Nope. Nope. I like that. Nope. Oh, there it was. Oh, Woo. that was... um. The the Spalding's uh or no that was Grandpa. Oh oh oh, oh okay oh Hugo okay yeah Grandpa Hugo oh damn mm hmm all right 
Okay. Toby Hooper was a fan of this film upon its release. As a result, he offered Sherry Moon Zombie a supporting role in his then-upcoming film, The Toolbox Murders, having loved her character. She initially turned down the role as she did not have a desire to be a full-time actress and only appeared in this film because director Rob Zombie was her boyfriend. She eventually relented as a personal favor because Hooper and Zombie were friends. She's not appeared in a film not directed by her husband since. She only had a very short role in the series Californication in 2007. Interesting. Hmm. Wait, California case. Oh, that was the one with David Duchovny, right? Mm-hmm. I actually watched a little bit of that too. That was a hot show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was one show I watched. And I was like, bro, there was, um, okay. So there was an episode. I remember specifically. So there was a girl from heroes was in it and he ends up sleeping with her. And then it turns out she was underage, but she like lied about it. And like, her thing was every time she got off, she would punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? And dude, that show, if you guys have never show, watched it, literally in the first three minutes, I want I don't even want to say five, but I want to say three. Uh it starts off with him in a church and then like getting a blowjob from a nun, but then it's like a dream. And then it's like that's how the show starts off. And I was like, what the fuck? Wow, what a way to bring in a shit. I was like, all right, <laughs> let's keep going. Oh God, now all I could think of was fucking Lords of Salem because of that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, uh, dude, there was a lot of, there's a lot of sex in that show, dude. It was crazy. I was just like, wow, dude, this is like pretty much softcore porn. <laughs> With David Duchovny. With, with Duchovny. With, right. With Mulder. So it's, oh, it's just, I I know it's weird, man, because it was such an X-Files thing. Like, I was watching X-Files at the same time, and I'm like, my brain almost couldn't fucking handle it. Because <laughs> I'm like, I feel like this is Mulder, but just Mulder in the later years after Scully bounced and he just got kicked from the fucking FBI. <laughs> He's like, you know what? So now I'm just going to go out fucking all these other random women at each per episode. <laughs> It's like, goddamn. <laughs> All right. Enough okay. In the burial scene towards the end of the movie, when the caskets are lowered into the ground with a tape recorder, the recording is a slowed down clips, a slowed down clip of Alistair Crowley <laughs> repeating bury me in a nameless grave, which is the opening line from his poem. The poet recorded in 1920. That's awesome. Sorry, Chad. I was like, see, you know, I, see what you, I see what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, thank you, Brody. I'm not alone. Goddamn. Bro, it's a hot show. <laughs> like I said, dude, it was like it was like Skinamax level shit. And I'm like, this was on FX. What? How? Maybe it wasn't FX. Maybe it was on Sunday. Anyway, I thought it was like it was Showtime. Showtime. It was on Showtime. Oh, you know what? Maybe that would. Yeah, it was Showtime. Because there's a lot of titties in that show. Anyways. Okay. At one time, it was reported that about 40 minutes of footage was cut out of the film before Rob Zombie finished his unreleased 105-minute director's cut. Some of the known deleted scenes... Now, this is even before you know, the, the version we were talking about. Some of the known deleted scenes which were left out of his director's cut included four teenagers on their road trip before they arrive at Captain Spaulding's gas station and more characters which were cut out completely, including more scenes with the skunk ape who was only briefly glimpsed in the final film. In 2003, Zombies spoke about releasing some extended version, which would include deleted footage of scrapped characters and all uncut gore and death scenes, but no such version has ever released. Zombies director's cut was shown once in 2003 in the Argentinian Film Festival, which is why there are many reports of the lost scenes from that version 
and nobody seems to have a copy of that anymore. I was close. Brazil, Argentina, it's all South America, whatever. Tomato, tomato. They're practically <laughs> the same thing. I'm just sad I won't ever get to see that. I'm. Sh- it has you to be what? out there. It you has to be out there. I just need to live with the fact that somewhere in the multiverse, I have seen that, and that version of me is very happy about it. Yes. <laughs> or not. Or not. Or not. Also- in the multiverse, there's also versions of us that didn't see the extended waterfall version of Just Before Dawn. Yeah, but those people hopefully got the actual version of Event Horizon. <laughs> awesome. Man, I, I'm, I'm so sad that we will never get to see that. There's a lot of stuff like that, dude, where it's just like, fuck. Damn you. Excuse me. All right. Bless you. What else we got, Chad Eddie? When Denise calls her father, there's a missing dog head poster in the phone booth. The exact origin is unknown, but the poster is a very strange real item that was spotted in New York City. Okay. All right. Okay. As Harrison Young's character looks out the window at the children trick-or-treating, you can see the house used in the original The Munsters, located on the Universal backlot. His home is the home that was used in Leave it to Beaver. Oh, nice. That's why it looked familiar. Like that whole. Yeah, that whole block. Familiar. Like, yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to lie, man. Every time I see that scene where he's like, yeah, they're trick or treating tonight because school, it's on, you know, whatever. Um, I just love how that neighborhood is decorated. And I just want to be in that neighborhood for real. Yes. Like, <laughs> yep. You know what I mean, dude? Like, that is like a neighborhood that went full out every house for Halloween and they're just all about it. And I'm like, Give me it all. Yes. Dude, that is one of my biggest disappointments is anymore. Nobody wants to fucking decorate their house for either Halloween or Christmas. It's a lot. Of I don't know Christmas. about around there. No, around no, no. here. Around here. I hardly see any decoration. Christmas out. people go fucking ham around here. Not around here. me off because like Halloween, Halloween, there's like there, there's there's far and few between, but you can find them. But those are the ones, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's the ones that do, like, a couple here and there, blah, blah, blah. But there's, like, a house, dude, like, that's literally, like, a half a mile around the corner of my house. And it's it's almost too much shit. Like, they need to, like, separate. But they have all the shit from, like, Depot and Lowe's, like, the, the fucking statues or, like, the, you mm. know, the standing ones. And they easily have probably 75 in a mm, 40 by 20 lot. Dude, it's be- ridiculous, dude. I, I wish I had a picture of it because there's a house in this town called Falls Creek, which is about 40 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. And it's right right up the road from my in-laws house. Every year they go all out for Christmas and Halloween. And oh, nice. they like they have like the big, huge inflatables and everything. But the one year they had the best decoration ever where they took a fucking car, chopped it in half. So it was just the rear half of the car. Looked like it was smashing into the house. They had like chunks of the actual siding from the house like it must have been left over from when they did the house just right so they had about the yard, so it looked like it actually ran into the house and there were bodies and skeletons what? everywhere it was phenomenal so wow. there was a house in a little town that i just was at and there was cool because dude their whole yard and like they had a wraparound porch was just all decked out in like six foot skeletons dude like full-size skeletons their whole thing and the best part was they had a little sign from the monsters where it was like stop coming here we're running out of space to hide the bodies and i was like, yeah. <laughs> like nice but it, it was cool man They're like their whole theirs wasn't so cluttered to where it felt like oh like you need to take some of that away like theirs was like nicely done where it was just like 
oh man, it feels like it's getting attacked by an army of fucking skeletons. But Ben said, Ben said, oh yeah, well, Scuba has overgrown grass, so take that. Yeah, yes, my cemetery, my cemetery is getting over overgrown at the moment. I, which is fine, no, I, whatever. It's just a neglected cemetery, man. It's yeah. an old cemetery. They don't have a groundskeeper anymore. Part of the decorations. I'm yeah. glad I'm. I'm glad I'm not in the city anymore. But I will say I do miss having the trick or treaters because eventually my daughter's going to get older, and I still like handing out candy. And what a lot of people don't do anymore, and I am all about, is the tiny little walkthrough on Halloween. Like, anybody that does that, oh, my God, dude, I can't, like, thank them enough. Like, there was a couple we hit a few years ago where, you know, like, they had, like, whole tents set up, and there was, like, a whole fucking yard thing. And I was like, this is the best. <laughs> and I was like, and they still give you candy. I'm like, yo, you don't even need to give us candy, man. That was fucking far enough. I had to so, talk to my daughter 30 minutes just to go in through it because she was so scared. I'm like, there's nothing even in there scary. It's inflatable and shit. Try, it just looks cool. I am going to try to build something tomorrow. <laughs> I saw this uh, really cool Grim Reaper holding a lantern how-to on YouTube. And I was like, Is it I the Mud Reaper? Make... Yes. And yeah, it's made I out of chicken wire and PVC yep, pipe. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I want to do that so myself. I'm going to talk after the that. show about that. Yeah. Awesome. Chad Daddy, falls okay. back in your court. Sorry. Okay, I already mentioned that Rob Zombie considered playing Dr. Wolfenstein himself, uh, so we'll skip that. A scene was cut in the robbery sequence where Spalding pressed a panic button and it alerted his assistant, Ravelli, to the robber's presence. That explains why he suddenly burst through the door in his mask with an axe. Okay. I mean, that's cool, but yeah, you definitely don't need it. No. I The, the random just shock of that dude coming in with the oversized head was good enough. <laughs> exactly. Otis and Baby's bizarre rants during the home movie segments are inspired by the Charles Manson family's supposed home movies. That makes, makes sense. complete fucking sense. Yep. <laughs> Hunting people ain't nothing but nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me a second. Oh, absolutely. Gotta hydrate. Run, rabbit, run. Just do it. Sorry, I'm still. And I fucking and I love that line so. How much. quotable? Right, like, dude. How I quote this movie too much, probably. Mm -hmm. Honestly. But, and most of all, fuck you. Like, honestly, it's like, hey, more for me than anything. That I <laughs> yeah. Fuck your grandma. That was fuck the best your part. sister. <laughs> right. Okay, the, excuse me. The film script was constantly changing, leading to an entirely different ending at one point. Originally, Grandpa Hugo was going to be revealed as the Mad Doctor, who in the rough cut was not even called Dr. Satan. Nice. Wait, what? Yeah, do, yeah. Hugo was was originally supposed to be the mastermind, I guess you would say, behind all the yeah. But then that's and stuff. then see now that's even more like Texas Chainsaw because where it's like they all like follow. That's, that's what I thought. Like, that's what I was thinking too. This yeah, it works better yeah. this way without. No, that. it does. Hundred mm -hmm. percent. The original 105-minute version of the film was screened at a festive film festival prior to Lionsgate obtaining it. The version briefly leaked online to appear to be a website quickly replaced by the screener. It is extremely rare to find, but the full-length version exists. Interesting. I'm going to have to do Brody some says, serious uh, deep digging. Brody says, Spalding's mongoloid assistant looks like a poor man's Tarantino. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that gentleman also passed away. So rest in power. Yeah, he did pass away. Yeah. Yes. Which brings me to brings me to this. As of 2021, many of the film's stars have passed away, including Karen Black, Sid Haig, Tom Tolles, Dennis Fimple, Irwin Keys, 
Matthew McCrory and Michael J. Pollard. This seems to be a rare distinction for a movie that is not quite 20 years old yet. Wow. Tom yeah. Tolls passed away. I didn't even know Tom Tolls passed away. Yeah. Um, Damn. Wasn't McCrory. He was the first one to pass, right? Because of his condition. No, no. Uh, he, uh, Hugo would have been because Hugo died in 2002. Yeah. That was even before this oh. came out. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep, 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 yep. So he must I think out of them, I think uh, I think you're right. I think he was. The okay, next so yeah, yeah, okay, so that's what I should have said after the movie. All right, yeah, because I know it was like he was, wasn't he only like 28 or something like that? Like he was still pretty young. I think he was older than that, but hmm, I'm gonna have to. Look. All right. Anyways, anything else? Uh, Chad this yeah, this film would establish Sherry Moon Zombie as a scream scream queen. Ironically enough, she does not like horror films as they scare her too much. Does this qualify her as a scream queen? I wouldn't say so. Mm, I don't think no. so. I don't know if I agree with that statement. I, I always, I always think scream queen as like the final girl, the final girl, the victim, yeah, something. Yeah, I agree. I 100 percent agree. All right. Like obviously Jamie Lee Curtis is the first one you think of when you hear scream mm, queen, mm, not correct. Sherry Moon Zombie. You think survivors, not nah. right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay, so we could talk about this is the last bit, the original 105-minute version. Uh, so a four-version at the Argentinian Film Festival showed these following scenes. A slightly different version of Captain Spaulding's story about Dr. Satan. He never says what Dr. Satan's real name was, which goes to before what we said where they didn't mention his name. A scene in the back of the car where Baby accuses Mary and Denise of being lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> The creation of Fishboy snuff video is omitted. This was shot much later after the film was shelved, in fact. Damn it. I know. An extended version of Denise, Jerry, and Mary are tied up in the living room where it is revealed that Grandpa Hugo is Dr. Satan. Yeah, see, no. I, I just, I don't, I'm glad they scrapped that. I, I I'm, yeah. I um, want actual more Dr. Satan. That's what, yeah. Like Brody more, said, that would be the best. You know, we need a more Dr. Dr. Satan. And that'd be a trippy ass. Yeah, that'd be a okay. trippy ass movie too. So you know, oh, actually, I'll save it for when we get to the whole RRRs. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Baby only stabs Mary four times in the original version. How many times did she stab her in this? Is I honestly one? didn't count. No, I was, was going to say one. It was way I, more, it was more was, than four. I was going to say I was like, I'm like, I honestly. Didn't pay attention to that. She like went to town on her. It was definitely more than four. Even Um, an entirely different version of the underground scenes. Instead of finding Dr. Satan and the professor in the operating room, Denise finds it full of Dr. Satan's experiments, which have Jerry strapped down and are eating him. Denise is chased through the tunnels by the ghouls. Okay. So zombies. I'm glad we're actual zombies. I'm glad you brought that up. Zombies. Right. And so Jen was asking that. She's like, wait, what are those? And I was like, well, I'm, Oh, I've always assumed they're Dr. Satan's fucking like freak show things like that he's worked on. And those are just happen to be like those weird like ghoul variant or cave variants or something like that. And she's like, oh, I was like, I don't know if they're zombies or if like they're actually alive. I wouldn't call them zombies. They just had to resort to cannibalism to survive. That's the only food they know. Al. And then there's like, yeah, like, you know, obviously like the dude in the bunny suit, like he's I don't think he got tweaked with. He don't just don't. I don't think he's ever left the cave. <laughs> I think honestly, I thought I kind of got the impression that he was one of their uh, victims that kind of just got away yeah. and didn't uh, 
didn't actually escape the tunnels. No, that's what I'm saying. Like he, j- he wasn't, but like he never, he never went to the layers. He just is, um, yeah, walking around aimlessly, which he's an older guy, but obviously they don't give a shit. I mean, dude, their house was littered with skulls mm-hmm. and everything. Like, you know what I mean? So, but all right. Anything else, Chad, Daddy? In a nighttime prologue, crews in biohazard suits exhume the skeletons in the Firefly's backyard. I like that. And finally, the original ending of Denise getting picked up by Captain Spaulding driving the red convertible was that Spaulding was originally driving a large delivery truck, which ended when his assistant, Ravini, appeared again from the back of the truck, grabs Denise, and pulls her into the truck, which is lit with a red light. So that was just a little bit different. I like the, I like the way they ended it. I mean, I feel like I would have liked that as well. But having Otis in there, like seeing Otis and Spalding in the same shot, it brings it more for full circle. It makes more yeah. sense. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, he is part of the family. Like, damn. Um, who was the killer with the pickaxe again? Killer Does he mean Spalding's assistant from the beginning? Oh, oh, about oh, the big, the big mutant the guy, the big guy in the tunnel. Yeah. Oh, so I always I thought think... that was our. I thought that was Rufus's dad. It is. I think it was supposed because to be because in when okay she, no, no, it's is it Rufus's dad? Tiny's dad. Well, because he burned Tiny. Remember? Oh, that's right, Tiny's dad. Tiny's because he was because Rufus flash... has a different dad. Rufus yeah, he was in, he was in the flashback of like talking about burn and tiny and that's when it showed like yeah. tiny having that weird but like, isn't that the professor mm-hmm. professor kind of confusing yeah that that's his name the professor yeah that's okay. what they call him see that's what i was gonna say with the whole thing like you guys talked about earlier like prequel if if not that he ever would but give me all that shit dude yeah you know exactly. what i mean like yeah we touched on it but i want to see like him before he got turned into that because clearly he got turned into that by Dr. Satan and then came back and burned down the house and shit, dude, which like fucked up. T- you know what I mean? Like, so there's some crazy long story to that shit. But anything else? Chad? Some, That's all I got, buddy. Oh. There was supposed to be some shit in there, too. I don't I don't know. Where if, if it's even true, but what when I was looking up stuff yesterday and I read that Otis and there was a there was a scene or something where Otis and baby were getting kicked out of a cult. They were they were part of a cult or some shit, and they got kicked out of the cult because they killed like the cult leader or yeah. some shit. Yeah, I can dig that. That feels like a that feels like a comic one off or something like that, dude. Yeah. Like, and I would totally read that. That's a side <laughs> quest. Yep, that is that is a, definitely a, a yeah. All right, so Chad said he is done. Thank you for the behind the scenes, good sir. My pleasure. We are on to the main questions, and I feel like we already answered this one. But gentlemen, which format did you watch it on? DVD. 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 And I got to tell you, that PS5 upscaled it beautifully. Bro! Yeah, the 4K cleans it up super nice, man. Man, like, I was not... For a DVD that's been out almost 20 years, that looked fucking gorgeous. And I'm not going to lie, I want to watch it. I'm surprised you almost didn't watch it on your 4K player. But the, the PS5, PS5 is, is a 4K, 4K player. It's so a 4K player. It's, it, yeah. The 4K player I have is a, is also a Sony, so it's basically got the same internals. It's the same thing. Just can't play the games. Guys, guys. I need a moment of silence real quick for Brody. Just real quick. Just real quick. I'm going to sh- I'm going to shut everybody off for just a split second. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. I had to show her ass for Brody. All right. All right.
Nice. <laughs> All right, douche of the film, Firefly Flamma. The whole no, Mary. Wait. Oh no. Oh, fuck her. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm changing the no. title. Then little dick she wins. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It she wins cunt of the movie. She was because yes. she was just like, I'm like, yo, man. Not that the not that it would have saved her by any means, but I feel like the constant bitch facing. Yeah, she was help. horrible in every. She was just a total nasty ass like, bitch in every. You're scene. right because even as Chris Hardwick, like if I I would have been him on that road trip, obviously, like. I would have probably had the same like discretion with her as like he did, where it's just like mm. she's like, let's not do this. He's like, or oh, we could go. We're like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I identify. Yeah, with, yeah, uh, okay. Bill. So yeah. Um, I agree. I agree. So yeah, she's the cunt of the film. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, douche though. I mean, like I said, like the whole family, they're douche. obviously like they're all killers. So, I mean, like I, it's not necessarily douchey. They're yeah, just but you like psychos. them, though. That's the thing. I know they're, they're fucking You're really, really likable. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up in our own sense, I guess. But uh, favorite kill. Even though it's the it's not a good kill, it's still the pan gun headshot, dude. That's my favorite one. And it that, always that is my favorite to kill, agree. too. But I'm going to pick something different since go ahead. Pick that one. No, that's fine. Uh, Chad, go first. No, I agree that, but that, that, okay. You know, I don't know though. Cause. Uh, hmm. Like I said, that, it, that would be best scene for me. What was favorite kill? They, I'm, it can be one in the same. I'm not going to say it's not dude. It might even be best song for me too. It might take a triple fucking Turkey for me. I don't know. You know, I'm going to say for best kill, it was fucking. Jerry getting dissected by Dr. Satan. Ooh, okay. that was That's good. Because we actually got some Dr. Satan action. Full out. I'll just say the, fir- the first kill of the movie. It's my favorite kill with Captain Spaulding. Off in those dudes. Oh. And then just sniffing the gun fucking like smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what? Totally Captain Spaulding. That yeah. right there, that's the moment that truly like the lines. Yes, but that was the moment that for me cemented like that's who Captain Spaulding is. You know what I mean? Like, uh, damn, dude. Ooh, that was that's a good one, man. I like it. Uh wait, was technically the first technically the first one would be Little Dickwick. Is that what you're talking about? Or you're talking about the main guy for Little Dickwick? Oh, I'm Dick just Dick talking right? that that, that, that just, scene just there. Both. Those two kills. I, those two kills together. They both died at all I, pretty much the same time. I count it. Yeah, that works. Uh and I feel like honorable mention would actually be the professor because he like was gross and died in that weird like collapse bullshit thing. So I mm-hmm. thought that was kind of all right. Um, best scene. We already talked about it, dude. It's the the whole scene where Slim Wiccan is singing. Just give me that. I can watch <laughs> all I remember you. Yeah. You gotta get that yodel to oh, yeah. <laughs> he was the best yodeler in the film. Um, which by the way. Super random side note, but it seems a little fitting. And I know Scoobs has probably gone on this. Bob's not here, but he's definitely done this. Um, me and my buddy, we, we were doing haunts for a long time back before kids and shit like that. And so one of our last years, we did like our, you know, we did fucking chainsaw clowns, but we did them like a little bit more fucked up. Like I didn't, I had this overly long sweater and I took my shorts and I hiked them up 
and I pulled down the sweater. So it looked like I was wearing like this weird, like short dress. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then I had this weird, like fucked up little, t I had a little mask on my big fucking face just to make it look even weirder. And I used this Slim Wiccan song, but that's what me and my buddy, we made our soundtrack for the haunted house based off the idea of only songs around like this so we went 1950s yeah. 1960s era so dude we found ones like there's this one that my he loved the best it was called jesus is an atom bomb oh dude it was fucking <laughs> fantastic and then one that i personally liked i wish i remembered the name was uh it was called just walking in the rain and uh that was a fucking perfect and i'm not gonna lie dude like this was kind of in more of an urban setting for sure dude so we definitely had like a lot of different clientele than what we're usually used to so they were coming into this kind of music and we just hear a lot of people like nope getting the fuck <laughs> out of here i'm not even <laughs> fucking with this shit dude oh <laughs> uh, and i was like because i'm just when i always set up the haunted houses i always try to think about like me going in a what i'm going to like the most but b what's going to kind of almost freak me out a little bit the most too and i'm like Yo, dude, it's always when you hear that classic music shit playing in the background, man. That's some shit about to go down. Always, dude. Like, that's the killer's fucking like theme music. Get, like, you know what I mean? Like their fucking uh lock and load scene or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So opening scene, hook you in. Fuck oh, God, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. You know yeah. what? I don't even know if, where you guys want to consider the opening scene, but I'm even just gonna go with the Captain Spaulding commercial. You sold <laughs> Yeah. That was yeah. good. That was it. That was and good. I was like, oh, and then it ties right in. And I even like the, the, the drop down over the whole gas station. Like just, you see all the lights. Yep. I, I want that gas station. Dude, that's I not, that go was, there, dude. That was, that goes back to the whole thing with the 4k looking. It just looked, the, the, the colors it's were just so, so vivid. Good dude. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't I even need to upgrade. On, I, I, I thought about this like, in 4k dude, if they had it, but I know it won't I don't know if it's in 4k. DVD. I know it's on blue. I want this in 4K, but I want them to transfer the DVD menu straight over to. Oh, yeah, like, you have to. Like, I give me still that again. Like, I need Captain Spaulding yelling at me while reading a nudie mag. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, most attractive character? Baby. Baby. <sighs> I mean, yes. Young, hot, Sherry I'm, Moon. Come on. I mean, absolutely, yes. But I'm definitely have to get a throw in there with a mama firefly just because I'm a dirty bastard and she'd probably talk me into it. I'd be like, what? You'd be like, somebody be like, yeah, but look at her nasty teeth. I'm like, what teeth? What are you talking about? <laughs> teeth there? Uh, all right. So then obviously, you know, for the boys, I'm going to have to say uh, a young Rain Wilson. Mm -hmm. Very attractive. All I'm right. That. Yeah. Did the score set the mood? Fuck yeah, dude. It's Rob oh, yeah. Zombie, bro. Fuck yeah. Definitely. And Slim Wiccan and some other shit, dude. We get a little, uh, well, actually, that was Rob Zombie's Brick House, wasn't it? It, it wasn't classic yep. Brick House. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Wasn't that played that play over the credits. The one that was in during the movie was the right. original. You are oh, right, yeah. sir. So either way, I mean, you get both. Mm -hmm. Rob Zombie's Brick House, though, dude. Okay. So, like, I do love Rob Zombie and everything. But listening to older Rob Zombie at work, dude, because, like, I like to blast the stereo. I forget how many times he has women orgasming him on this fucking. It's like every other fucking song, right? So I'm sitting here fucking blasting it at work, dude, just jamming out. And then, like, the next song, will, yeah, it'll be fucking Brick House, dude. It'll come out and it'll be like, bam, 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 bam. And then you just hear, ah. and then, like, my boss will always come out and be like, Transac, are you watching fucking porn over there? I'm like, no, it's fucking Rob Zombie, goddamn. Uh, the, the better one, though, is the beginning of More Human Than Human. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's like a full on orgasm right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, dude, it's like that meme. 
And I, like I said, I love Rob Zombie, dude. I'll always fucking like stand up for the dude. But I still love that meme where it's Patrick from SpongeBob, and it was like, is is this an instrument? And it's like, no, Rob Zombie. Women moaning during orgasms <laughs> is not an instrument. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, that's music is. to my ears. Right? Makes me happy. Anyways, uh, <laughs> all right. Best song. Brick and there's a lot to choose from. Uh, Brickhouse. I love it. I'm going Slim Wickman, dude. I actually do enjoy that song. <laughs> I know it's fucked. I know it's weird, but it's like that scene I love so much. And it made me love the song, so it's kind of like it goes hand in hand. But Brickhouse is obviously Brickhouse is the dude that gets your booty shaking, man. Yeah, Even does. if you don't want to, man. Like that's just like the shit you put on at work when you're like, all right, we're gonna have a good time. Well, <laughs> fucking getting this shit done, and all of a sudden, like you notice your coworker would never like he's just fucking dancing a little bit. Yeah, the song the song kicks up. I'm like, yeah, I don't care if they're fucking torturing somebody. I'm getting down. Right. I'm gonna go with I want to be loved by you. Just because I love that scene where baby's oh. fucking pantomiming who, that shit. Who actually is it? Marilyn Monroe? No, no. that who is, is that? Do we know? I asked Helen know. Helen Kane. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Do, do 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 do. I want to see more grandpa comedy. Honestly, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. I want to see like yeah. the full uncut version of his stand-up routine. I know. <laughs> I <laughs> you're I going away, grandma. It probably is. It might be in the fucking deleted scenes or some bullshit. Who knows? Um. All right. So favorite character, Captain Spaulding. That's an easy one. I'm not even going to. I'm going to Otis. Know. That's fine. Otis is great. I, you know, he's fucked, dude. I'm going to say Hugo. I liked him. <laughs> Ooh. Also, great choice, dude. I'd Put I'd, your I'd, mask I'd, I'd... on or we won't get dessert. I just got a kick out of the fucking side, the big ass mutton chops and everything. See, I'm glad you brought that up because the whole time my wife was just like, oh, he has the ugliest face. I'm like, is it his face or is it his sideburns? And she's like, maybe it's the sideburns. I'm like, they're pretty ridiculous. So like, they, they were, were so like, over the top. They were like nine inch sideburns, dude, just coming out right there. Like, that was awesome. He looked like an old fucking He-Man toy with them sideburns. <laughs> like, those a, sculpted to the side of, his, side of his head. Yes, he did. Oh, oh hi, honey bunny. Aww. Hey, what's up? Hey. All righty. So was it scary? Uh, no, it was too over the top to be scary. And I don't think it was ever really supposed to be scary. So, okay. Not for me, but there have been a lot of people I've watched this with. And obviously like growing up, there was a lot of ladies I showed this to. And there was a lot of ladies that did not like this movie, but I don't know if it was necessarily scary as more uncomfortable. Yeah. Certain scenes, which is fair. And some people might view that as, well, that counts as scary. And I was like, well, Mm. I guess in the big terms of things, sure but not what i personally would put under the vein of what i would consider scary like i said it's uncomfortable it's like all right like that's it, it's it's like last it's house on the left for sure right yeah it's absolutely fucked it's yeah it, it but yeah we're not gonna go there uh <laughs> all right I so this, we all hated that one yeah it's funny because i actually talked to somebody about that too long ago and i was like i went on this whole uh, rant of like how Wes Craven isn't as good of a director as everybody thinks he is and somebody was like what and I was like <laughs> hold on let me stop you right there before you even fucking to start to like pin me to the cross here and I was like I'm not saying I don't love some of his films I'm like but let's be honest if you've gone through his shit dude like some of it is legit shit mm-hmm. take it as you want it I don't care not every director throws out gold so go fuck yourself <laughs> 
like even carpenter has some fucking like eh, ones in there you know what i mean like they all can't be great ghosts of mars i was just gonna say ghosts of mars <laughs> what are you talking about dude that's one of his top fucking three no uh i actually own that too i don't know why but yeah you poor man I think it was Probably in the five dollar bin. I think it was in the five dollar <laughs> bin, dude. And this was before streaming, and like I was single, and I used to just buy movies just because I was like, "Ah, fuck it, dude, I'm gonna watch this." I used to do that too, but I never bought that one. That was one because I was like, you know what? It's Ice Cube and it's John Carpenter. Let's check it out. And I was like, "Oh wow, I'll never watch that again." Uh, <laughs> I still have it. Maybe we should watch it. Oh my god, that could be the new lowest. Please no. Maybe the new lowest score of. <laughs> No. Oh, no. John, John, John. I have I, I did do something this week. And I, I was going to tell you at the beginning of the show and I forgot. So this is a little sidebar. So okay. I was watching watching horror movies on Tubi the other day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just play into another movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't find my remote. And so Stan Helsing came on. No. Ah! I watched it again. It and I didn't hate it. Other, it I did not hate it, day, dude. It was like hey, I laughed. Again. I laughed more watching it now that I said I hated it than the first time. Maybe I watched uh, it, and maybe okay. So maybe, maybe that's why I enjoyed it because I've seen it more than at least like three times. It's just so. so it's, it's it is. It's I so. Like, I, I, couldn't hard, do it. I couldn't do it. I, I can't watch it again. again. It's so ridiculously stupid, but I feel like. I can kind of vibe with that stupid. Like, cause sometimes like it's, it's just, it's almost like really quirky dad humor, but dirty. Yeah, exactly. You know That's what I exactly mean? Like, what it was. like the whole Jeepers Creepers scene. I was like, yeah, I would totally do that. <laughs> I like, I, there's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of it's Yeah. So it's, I just wanted yeah. you to know, I didn't hate it as much as I did the first time I watched it. Yeah. Thank you, Heather. I'm, See, dis- Heather's I'm disappointed. Crazy disappointed in you <laughs> i'm sorry listen I'm dude sorry, you know what i almost watched it again the other day because it popped up because it was like hey you watched this before watch it again and i was like you know what <laughs> <laughs> don't mind maybe. if i do maybe i was like which is weird like i don't know why i, ha- I have that problem of watching sometimes new things where i'd rather just watch something that i've already Old, seen yeah. before. yeah, yeah i don't know yeah, why. I do that all the time. And you, you know what i've been when i have you know just a few minutes here and there like a half hour to kill I've been watching old fucking Simpsons Halloween episodes this past week mm-hmm. or so. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice, dude. Well, they've been playing the fuck out of them on Freeform, too. I I just pull them up on Disney+. Plus. No. I ain't got I time actually, for commercials. I actually started watching OG Monsters. So I was like, all right. All right. So back to questions. Does it hold up today? I say yep. fucking yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Acting. I liked it around. I thought it, it was, was actually really good. The acting was very, very. A lot of people like shit on Sherry Moon. I don't know why. I thought she played like a great psychopath, dude. Like, I mean, I for know, it like, being her first acting gig, like, yeah. come on, yeah. she did fucking great. Yeah. Oh God, no, Brody. I, okay, <laughs> so all right, I'm gonna read out Brody. He just sent a long one here. So he said, "When I was in high school, I'm gonna throw this up for everybody to see on the screen here. When I was in high school, our lesbian gym teacher." Filled in and to take our history class, but obviously didn't know shit. She wanted to put a film on, so she put on Devil's Rejects. Fantastic. <laughs> There's the follow-up right there. Bulk titties so we could watch a reaction to it. It was great. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, honestly, that's probably even... 
even though like we talked about earlier, I would say that's possibly the worst one to put out. I'd rather have kids watch Devil's Re- or a thousand House of a Thousand Corpses than Devil's Rejects. Yeah, uh, because I uh, that fucking I, blowjob scene is very uncomfortable. And, yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's all I need to say on that. Hmm. No I, I let students watch. Uh, this was like when I first got in the school district. I let kids watch fucking Blood and Blood Out in my office. Hmm. Hey man, Mr. Gruberson let him watch Cujo and Child's Play. So what's on? <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Uh, Ghostbusters reference. Yeah, I was gonna say Ghostbusters. Um, all right. So cinematography, we kind of talked about that. I enjoyed it. Not yeah, I thought it was really well done. Not all like Brody said. Like you know, it wasn't anything per se on the cinematography, but a lot of the stuff. It was more the clothing all that good stuff like you definitely felt like it was 70s <laughs> um, it's like a very it's like a very video like you said it's like a music video it's like a long ass mm-hmm. music video Brody, Brody said he was carrying around uh devil's rejects in his bag just in case of emergencies <laughs> fair I'm, you I'm know i think i actually can... i think i did that with this movie like dude i had it in my car at all times for some reason i don't know why because like somebody's like man what do we want to watch i'm like well i got a thousand corpses in my car they're like what's that i'm like hold on <laughs> you're about to find out Mm-hmm. Let me teach you the gospel of Rob Zombie. Fucking right, dude. <laughs> All right. So, and did you like the premise? Fuck yeah, yeah very we, much we've so. already said it a million times. Give me more. All right. Recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. I'm going to rewind this bitch and give me more. That's all yeah. I'm going to ask. But rewind don't and give, give me... us a goddamn prequel. Yes. Yep. Give us a prequel. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. Sherry Moon's not going to be able to play a younger version of herself. They're going to have to find somebody. But, oh, no. I think or they well, can I would say like teenage. Make them oh. like younger, like like little kids, like 10, 11, maybe 13 years Ooh, old. So we're going to get a in-prime Spalding. Yep. I like it. All so right. my, I had I had my buddy Kevin do a dapper Captain Spalding because he didn't want to shave his head. So he had like a comb over and full beard. Dude, I was like, I had this idea. I was like, do a dapper Captain Spalding. It could work mm. on screen. It could work on screen. I'm just Jack saying. Like Spalding. I like yep. where you're going with it, dude. I like where you're going with it. I feel like he'd have more of a, I don't know, trying to go off of personality-wise, like what his haircut would have been if he had hair. But Sid Haig's been too. bald for his, like since the 60s. So yeah. If they did, because this takes place in 77, so if they did this back in like 57, maybe? Kaufman is a young Spalding. There you go. But he doesn't have hair either. <laughs> he doesn't need hair. Hey, man, I got buddies that were bald in the 30s. Fuck it, dude. Um, I got to spot myself. Anyways. Mine's thinning. You can tell. So, yeah, like I said, rewind this shit for days. I'm all for this movie. I don't care. I'll gladly stand on this hill and fucking die on it. Yep. Rewind. This movie. Oh, hey, well, hey, guys. Just, just, just real quick. I, can't, I kept meaning to bring this up in my uh, slice of life, and I forgot all about it until just now. And we mentioned going bald. You know, I've officially accepted that I'm getting old. And you want to know why? Because what? when I went to my last doctor's appointment a few weeks ago, my doctor asked me the one thing that every man dreads hearing, but Whoop. you know, it's eventually coming. She Finger wants me to schedule a colonoscopy. Oh, Welcome yeah, to the club. Usually when you hit 40, that's when they start asking you. It's my dad's fault. So it's my dad's fault you, because he had colon cancer. So she wants me to get you watch it because it's or very Before genetic. you go, before you go, like the day before, Watch the Letterkenny episode about that. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. All right. Is it is it better than John Mulaney's story? 
Yes. Really? Because that's a fantastic mm. yes, bit. Yes, it is. His his, right. his bit's great. It's fucking great. Don't get me wrong. But the Letterkenny episode, I don't know if you've ever watched Letterkenny or not, or even no, know what Letterkenny is. Okay. Just Canadian Hicks. That's it's fantastic, dude. The it's, premise of the show, hilarious. but it's fucking great. But the fucking, the episode about, that's what they do. <laughs> you gotta fucking watch it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we're going to rate this bitch. Brody gave us a 4.5. Bobby gave us 4.5. Bob's not here. But Chad Daddy, what do you got, buddy? I'm going to go in a little low, but I'm still going to give it a solid four. Solid four, dude. That is no, that's that's not low by any means, honestly, out of scale of five still. So. I feel from what you guys are going to rate it, I'm going to be the low man, definitely. Possibly. That's all right. There's always got to be one. Uh, Scuba, he's thinking hard. Three? Solid five. Okay. I love well, I don't know fucking movie. Wow. I love this fucking wow. movie. There is that's nothing fine. wrong with this movie for me. Okay. Nothing. So, all right. Now, I had this internal discussion coming in because I was like, I, I want to rate this fairly. Now, me personally, this is a top five, like I said, because it's in my top five for Halloween picks. So I would give it a five out of five for me. But seeing we're kind of judging this based on actual, like, kind of film stuff and everything like that, too. And even though my <laughs> my judging of film versus other people, like, you know, way fucking different. Like I said, but I like the whole thing. I'm still going with a 4.5 with the rest of the boys. I feel like that's fair. You know what I mean? I like the trippy stuff, but like Chad said, it took him out and I can definitely understand why that would, and it would take other people's out too. So I, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't have flaws. Unless you're like us and have ADHD and you're like, yeah. And that's why I feel like it works for me. Cause I'm just like, it's keeping my attention. And I'm like, all right. So we're going to give that a 4.5. By that bitch by five. And it should be. Which gives us a 4.5. 4. 4. That's what oh. I figured. <laughs> Fucking Brody. Who on it again. I, was, who I, will say, I will say I did not fall asleep once during this film, unlike nope. last week's venture. All right. So that speaking of last week, what are we doing next week? January? Next week, we are going back in time again and watching the original back classic House on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And I'm I'm so tempted to put up on the remake instead, but come on, Vincent Price, we got to get him. Who's whose pick is this? This, this is my yours? pick, buddy. Um, I'm fine with either one, buddy. It's it's. I mean, I I want to go OG on this. Okay, I really fine. do. I have I've actually never seen the original version. I uh, saw a little bit of it when I was a kid, but I've never seen the full version. So let's see what it's. I know it's there's on, a scene. There's oh, it's a scene. on Roku, Pluto, yeah, and, Tubi. And the, yeah, it's yeah. it's. I I almost want to say I think it's public domain. So I think it's everywhere. It's not rated. Mm-hmm. No, before the ratings board. Well, it was before ratings. And this it's came out like fifteen. This so came you're out saying like we could almost do a watch along. Hmm. Could I think? Well, I why mean, don't we just we stick with watch along? Go ahead. I was gonna say if we do a watch along, then what we could do is just do our questions real quick give it a score and then well yeah that would do that's what we did with um yeah. night of living yeah dead. But we'd all seen night of the living dead numerous times before that that's true i do kind of yeah i've never also seen yeah okay let's keep it normal for me yeah because i would like to, but maybe it's one we do farther down the road again if we actually like it yes house on haunted hill is public domain yes that is confirmed that's awesome and good to know i mean shit <laughs> we could always even have it playing in the background at super low volume so it's just playing well we got it um okay so and that'll be 1959 so we're going even this will be our oldest movie on gore and more 
And oh, this shit. is And this is uh, William Castle. Awesome. The gimmick master. Awesome. All righty, gentlemen, we are on hour 53. I only have very little nerd news, so I don't know what you guys have. I got we'll nothing. Move. All right, cool. We'll move it on to nerd news. Um, And actually, it's kind of cool news, and I'm glad Brody's here. But uh, we might have some new episodes of Fatality coming up. Oh, Hopefully, because tomorrow the new MK Legends drops, Snowblind, which... Mm-hmm. The last MK Legends fell a little flat for me towards the end, as well as Chad, Daddy, and Brody. But yeah. you can catch that our chat, our review of that on Fatality. That was our last bonus episode. But this one is more based around Kenshi, mm-hmm. and from what I've seen, Old Man Sub Zero, to which we've never really gotten. And apparently, at some point, he becomes so powerful he's almost an ice god. And I'm like, bro, I'm fucking sold. Hell yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, because it's the 30th anniversary, which I kind of want to almost have an episode just for that alone and talk about how the fans almost kind of got shafted on this one because really there was nothing besides a fucking like, hey, here's a little fucking YouTube video celebrating Dude, 30 I'm years. so fucking which, pissed off about that. Which the video in itself, hands down, was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It was cool as shit. The transitions were awesome. But that was it. But they did give us an announcement. We are getting another MK Legends. And this is definitely one for my bank because it's going to be a Johnny Cage fucking centric theme. movie. Yep. Yep. Centric movie. And I believe it's uh, it's called Cage Match. Yeah, that's it. Perfect. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, which Joe McHale is an amazing voiced Johnny Cage. So I'm very I'm all about that. And oh, fuck. Hopefully we got more news of the actual other MK, the actual second movie coming up. So like I said, I got to get with Brody and might be able to churn out a few more episodes here. Maybe even start a second season. We'll hey see. man, I can make myself available. Fuck yeah, dude. If any, I mean, I'm yeah, always down to have like, everybody on there. Cause I would love to talk about what I brought up to you the other mm-hmm. day about oh, MK Nitro. Nitro. Yeah, dude. I Which mean, there's something- definitely, a, there's always more extra shit that I'm sure I missed because I probably is. If I could redo the show, I totally would. And I would make it shorter episodes and break shit up a lot more to expand the longevity of it. Right. But obviously, you know, can't do that. So, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, dude, like I'm always down. Like, obviously I, I wouldn't try to pump it out like on a weekly basis, like we did and stuff like that or bi-weekly, whatever, but you know, maybe just like a once in a month kind of a thing. Yeah. Because until actually like a game drop, like I'm all down with Netherrealm, but Netherrealm's still being sneaky with shit. Like nobody knows what the fuck they're dropping, whether it's an MK game, a Marvel game, or something completely fucking different. Or yeah, and Ed Boone loves teasing people with. Yeah, I had a debate with our uh, uh, Pete Ward, the gentleman who pops in every once in a while, because he hates Ed Boone for being a troll. And I was like, well, that's kind of why I love Ed Boone. Yeah, I'm because with Ed you. Boone has been a troll a hardcore troll for 30 plus years, dude. And he's never given up the game. And I love it. <laughs> like, Definitely. I'm, I'm personally hoping for injustice three, but bro, if nether realm comes out with a Marvel game, I will fucking like shit a brick. Cause fuck yeah, dude. I, I think can't... almost the way injustice two ended, they almost owe us an injustice three. Fuck. Yes, they do. I need injustice three. And now that like DC, like with just, um, like 
the animated universe on top of like cinematic bro there's no way they're not bringing like constantine in injustice 3 you know what i mean yep. like come on dude give me it dude yeah, I, swamp we, thing I, I was we were lucky we even got swamp thing for god's <laughs> swamp sake. thing is fucking awesome by the way yes dude. he is but still I, my my main is still harley quinn because she's so fucking fast if we're injustice 2 yeah uh my main is michelangelo and i also really oh you know who I like, and it pisses everybody off, but this is how I play fighters. I always pick the stupid, like, weak characters, because I'm like, no, nah, man, I want to be good with the shitty characters. <laughs> and I'm not saying he's shitty, but as a character, I feel like he's kind of shitty, but I always go with Captain Cold. Because Captain Cold is fucking nasty, dude, if you get him I fucking really... ruined. A lot of people do not like him, because he's kind of like, he's very defensive. But I kind of like him like that, because it's all about tricking your opponent into trying to attack you, and you're like, up. Oh, Bros, bitch. What up? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like a reverse sub-zero. He's always like, oh, and he throws again. Oh, he throws again. Like, yeah, dude, just nice. I don't know. And then obviously you can get the uh, cool like costume variant where you're like, I'm Mr. Freeze now. Ha! <laughs> what up, DC? Using your same characters twice. Uh, all right. So yeah, that's all I got for nerd news was a bunch of Mortal Kombat shit. I don't know if you guys got anything. I just want to mention that not only was this weekend the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat, it's also the 25th anniversary of another favorite franchise of mine, Fallout. Oh, fuck yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's right. Fallout's been going out for a fucking hot minute, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. War never changes. War. Fucking right, dude. War never changes. Fucking love it. There was a lot of, there was a lot of uh, Fallout cosplay this weekend. Nice. Yeah, that was nice. What's up, Chase? Uh, Not that up, it's nerd news. Not that it's nerd news, but I did drop an episode of Somewhat Supernatural. Oh, perfect. Season oh, three. Season three has started. Birdie awesome, brought up awesome. Hellraiser. Do we guys? Do you guys want to talk about that, or you just want? Uh, you know, what? I haven't John seen, hasn't seen it yet. So I haven't we'll, seen it. We'll, so, we'll table yeah. that. And I don't know if Bob has. I will just say I fell asleep three times. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, but I had to pause it a couple times because maybe I'm just getting old and I can't fucking. But I was coming off of the high of watching Terrifier two, and oh, totally two different vibes of movies. I know, I know. Of the of the two main things I watched this weekend, though, Werewolf by Night was definitely the better of the two. Ooh, I absolutely loved it. I don't even think I mentioned it because I don't think I mentioned it last week. But I did watch the Monsters finally, and it's awesome. And then I bought it. (laughs) Ha! Actually, I bought it and then watched it. Movie. Um. It's not like terrific by any means, and I know there's a lot of hate on it, like for, for a lot of different reasons. Um, I just people, was, do, I just think people don't understand what the monsters really is. What the, the ones that hate it. It's it's corny, it's hokey, and it's over the top, and it makes me giggle like stupid, like belly giggle dad stuff. Like because yeah, that's and that's exactly it, what the monsters was like. Right. And that's what I said. I'm like, I feel like it hits the nail on the fucking head. Yeah, dude, he's not Fred Gwynn. He's never going to be fucking Fred. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to be fucking OG monsters. And they're not going to try to be because they shouldn't be. Yep. But a lot of people, I had this discussion with one dude who bragged on this. He's like, I just didn't like how over the top they were. I'm like, bro, you got to take it as, listen, man, they're not like sullen working parents at this point. They're te- They're essentially like, they're not teenagers, but they're in their eloping stage. So that's why they're younger, more like crazy. Like, I'm like, they don't have I'm like, dude, by the time we're actually watching the OG series, like Eddie's like nine, 10. Mm-hmm. So Herman's kind of, you know, they've been, they've been beaten down by parenthood a little bit by that point. <laughs> Plus they got the niece living there. You know what I mean? Like it, I, I, 
I said that. And he goes, actually, that kind of makes a lot more sense when you put it like that. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to think like, I'm like, maybe it's making excuses for it. But at the same time, like, that's just how I kind of looked at it. Like grandpa was fantastic, dude. Like Scoob said, he sells the fucking movie. Um, I thought it was cool how it was shot. A lot of people didn't like how it was shot, but it was shot like the TV. It was shot like a really close, weird, like, uh, I don't know the exact terminology you would say for the TV sh- that style shot, but yeah, yeah I'll get, I'll give it a shot. I mean, something I can watch with the kids. And that's the biggest thing, dude, is like, you can watch it with your kids and it's, there's some stuff in it. That's like adult humor, but it's not like terrible by any means. And it's nothing bad, but nothing worse than like Pixar puts in there and shit like dude, that. Man, you know yeah. I mean? so, Me and my youngest daughter watched this uh, cartoon called Bluey together. Bluey. You watched it. Did you know it? Yes, but that dude, shit gets dark, dude. For like, I kids love that show. But it's awesome. And there's this one episode where the whole episode is just the parents hung over, and the kids wanting to play with them, and the kids and the parents are, they're hung over the whole time because it talks about them going to a party the night before. I only saw my wife had to show me one episode where the husband was being super interrupted when she was trying to get the kids to bed, and the husband just kept fucking with shit. And I'm like, that's not me at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like playing with some was, stupid. Was puppet. that uh, Unicorse? Yes. Where he has the puppet, and I even hate that we're having this conversation right now. No, we're it's done. A total dad thing. Yeah. Oh, this is, yeah, this is a weird dad moment. Of <laughs> By the way, more. they dropped two new episodes on Disney Plus this morning. Oh boy. <laughs> no, the only and they thing both on Disney they Plus both is- they're both revolve around farting. Awesome. Um. <laughs> so everybody, tell your Alexa to fart. Uh, <laughs> No, the only thing I want to watch on Disney Plus or at least finish watching is Werewolf by Night because that, that was amazing for what I saw. So Yeah, it's really good. You got awesome. to finish watching it. All right, so next week is House on the Haunted Hill from 1959 with Mr. Vincent Price. I'm excited. Never seen I'm it. excited. I've never seen it. Um, I think it's going to be fun. Get your popcorn ready. Who knows? Maybe we'll be playing it in the background with the volume down just for the fuck of it. So when it comes to a scene, we're like, oh, yeah, this fucking spot. I got my TV right there. Well, I'm saying no, dude. If it's public domain, we can literally pop it up with an eyebar here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe that's too distracting. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But uh, Chad, Daddy, you want to start us off on our sign-outs, buddy? I'd be happy. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, your Chad Daddy, saying, join us next week on The Haunted Hill. (laughs) This is your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the duke of the dead, Lord Scubacabra, saying, hasta mañana, mi amigos. Ooh. And this is the Fluffmaster Supreme, Mr. Big Johnny D, saying, adios, gorehounds, and also remember, stay fresh, cheese bags. Penis. Penis.